Hi, everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 126. Jack's chewing a cookie across the table from me, but he's here, and I'm here. How's the cookie? I already know your thoughts, but share with our listeners. Wasn't good. not great, right? It's good. I mean, it's a sugar cookie. They're never going to be bad, but mm-hmm. it's not the best. Yeah, for sure. So we're a bit late on this Saturday. Um, scheduling issues. That guy over there has a job, so he worked in the morning. And this guy over here had two basketball games to go coach in the city. So spread out from 9 o'clock to 3 o'clock, which wasn't ideal. So just getting a late start on this. So apologize if you're a regular yep. listener that's used to it early evening or just after dinner. We're just down here, what, just after 6 o'clock now on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Anything to add? What's Mother new with you? Mother didn't let me get the Young Bucks. Yes, you saw the Young Bucks figures. The ones that are necessary to complete the set with Mr. Kenneth over here. And that's what he's super upset about, that he wasn't allowed to buy stuff that everyone knows he wants for Christmas a week whoa, before whoa, Christmas. Whoa, whoa, Let it be known that there is the intent to buy multiple, so I don't think it affects Yes, anything. but you're robbing whoever may have gotten you that of you getting the first ones from them. Yeah, but... I don't. I want to get the first ones. So don't be selfish. No, it is the holiday I want season. I want to get the first ones though. Too bad they don't get it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will. Maybe no one will get you them. Maybe they'll and get then sold. Boxing out. Day. I'm screwed. Yeah. Because I'll be damned if I'm going to a mall on Boxing Day again. Why did we do that last year? No. 2019. Von Mills. Kyler Renshuttle. Up there. Boxing Day. Never uh, again. Why? Because it was too busy? I don't yeah. remember. Um, we didn't... Um, no, just me and mom went. Oh, that's why. Yeah. yeah, I'm not dumb enough to be doing that nonsense. No, I was um, surprised. we didn't even park in the mall parking lot. I mean, I might, but, like, I'm surprised... Honestly, I'm still surprised that they show up that early because, like, when ever have we gotten figures when the U.S. gets figures? Or, dare I say, before? I think it's going to start happening a bit more with EB Games getting way more into collectibles. Yeah, I feel like your chances are better. It's these are definitely different because they're the they're exclusive there. So I guess that's and it's interesting. They had like five of both bucks, so it's kind of cool. So there's lots. Don't worry. No, but I don't trust people. So I know you cared trust a lot. No one. Your brother won both his games today. Mm-hmm. So happy for him. Yeah. <laughs> First yeah. one by five. Uh-huh. I got thrown off the bench and almost thrown out of the gym for honestly not doing much, and I'm not even saying. I literally said when your brother got called for a travel that was questionable and there'd been a few on a few people, kind of on both teams, if I'm being honest. And I said something like, Nate, I, that hasn't been called all year. I don't know why that's a travel. And they threw me off the bench. What do you mean? They made me go sit in the crowd. Uh. Like I wasn't standing up. I hadn't been yelling at them. I don't know what, what precipitated what that? it. but That's just, you, you said to sit somewhere else. Yeah, I had to sit on the other side. Oh, you just just can't. as close to the court, technically, but on the other side. Oh, you just can't really it was just them. weird. But anyways, yeah. they won that game by five, and then they crushed the second game. They won by 32. And your Uncle Phil and Hannah showed up. Aunt yeah, Hannah showed up. I, I saw. So that was cool. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Your mom said she told me when we went to the mall in between games. I didn't even... I didn't hear her, I guess, because I was surprised. I just uh, saw Phil sitting there. Yeah, no, she sent me a picture of that. I was yeah. like, cool, but I'm not going to go just because Phil's there. You might if you knew he was going to be there the whole time. But like sports, yeah, right. Just like, watching sports. I, if Phil's gonna do sports thing, I'm like, I'll just like, I'll just wait till you do not a sports thing, you right. know. So we, uh, what did we watch this week? Um, Dynamite, obviously, always. I watched NXT. I watched Impact. You saw a couple things of Impact. Were you doing homework while I was? I watched that. I think cr- uh, crappy bully Ray thing. Oh yeah, that's right. You can 
we'll commiserate on that when the time comes. We I watched Deadline. You didn't. No, I don't. We um, started Ring of Honor Final Battle, but we did not. What did we watch? We watched um couple what matches. The, what was the opener even? Don't tell me. Um, don't tell me. Don't tell. Well, me. I don't remember. So um, Roosh and not Sinkara. Oh right. Versus the other two. Right. And then uh, the women's title. That was it. I think that's all we watched. Yeah. So cool. So a bit behind on that. I'm going to talk about deadline. I think after we didn't talk about it, but maybe after the news and rumors, okay. I'll run through it because yeah. I thought it was pretty good. But anyways, mm-hmm. I say we get started because it's late and this might take a while. Yes. All right. So let's start out with taking a look at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. All right. So taking a look at ratings, I'll let I'll go slow so you can chew your cookie. One more bite, eh? Of the thumb. The thumb of the mitten. Why was that soft? It was like, uh-oh. Oh, this bit's... Ew. Okay, a bit of it's soggy, so I'm just going to break that off. From what? I don't know. Interesting. You got like a... Should you look at the toilet paper? Yeah, I do. Or I whatever. actually have paper towel as well. Okay, cool. This is, this is good podcasting yeah. rate. This yeah. is award-winning stuff. This is content you're getting here. Share my paper towel with you. Uh, so right. ratings, as always. NXT's ratings this week. They average 666,000 viewers. Oh, no. 666. That's something. No wonder they suck. Which is up 24.7%. Earned a 0.17 in the key demo, up 21.4%. So that's a, a good week for them, right? Up uh, 20 plus percent in both categories. Best audience total for the show since November 1st. And ratings up in every single demo. So a good week for r- ratings because Dynamite this week averaged 950,000 which is up 13%, uh, 13.1 to be specific, and earned a 0.33 in the key demo, which is up 13.8%. So just up against standard NBA competition, right? So that's uh, a nice increase, and they were pushing that million number again. So good numbers for both shows this week. And uh, let, uh, let me throw in my first, because it's a ratings as well, because you said you don't have a ton of news, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this week's Raw tied its all-time record low on the USA Network with 1.47 million viewers. So that is not a lot. And uh, did its third lowest 18 to 49 demo rating with 8.37. So the rating started out low, increased for hour two, and then fell back again in hour three. And like from just the reviews I listen to and stuff I see, it sounds like the honeymoon period's kind of over and that it's back to being really kind of boring. Like there's a couple things like, if everything I hear is the bloodline stuff is still interesting, and then that's pretty much it. It seems at least not as bad, but that's not a high bar. No, it's not, and it's not enough for me to watch three hours of anything because it's not that bad, right? Like, yeah. imagine three hours every week of something. Yeah, there that's are like, only two things I'll, where I'll watch like three hours, which was Endgame and The Batman. And that, I'm not watching those every week. Tarantino films, that's about it, if any of his The Batman's that like the best Batman. And Endgame's like a big... And again, I'm not watching those every week. I don't remember the last time I watched Endgame. That's the kicker. Every week. Like, it never stops. There's no off-season. No, it's... It's it's madness. Not even an off-season. It is madness. Um, So anyways, you go ahead. What do you have? Uh, Biggest news of the week was um, after losing the NXT Women's title to Roxanne Perez and Mandy Rose was released the next day. I thought sometimes, you know, when you go the biggest news and you're being sarcastic and oh. then it's some like tiny little thing. This time that actually uh, I, is. I wish I had done that. I, I wish I could have done that. That's even. legit. Yeah. Because um, I was surprised when she lost the title, but I was happy because like now Shayna Baszler's in no danger. Right. In Oscar, I guess. Oh, that's true. That's good for us. Yeah. Yeah. I like think, both of them. I think, Miles. I think Baszler's still above her. I feel like I would have seen if she got toppled. 
Right. But yeah, so her reign's done, and then she got released the next day. It, apparently, it was something due to like her Adult outside content, content on her. Um, yeah. What was it? Um, felt, only... felt to be outside the parameters That's of her it. contract. That is was the, the terminology here. Yeah. And I heard it's her own website, and she just is doing things that they're not willing to have the WWE brand associated with. Mm-hmm. And from what accounts, also, like, again, I don't know anything, but that she doesn't really care because she's making so much money off of that, right? Without putting your body at risk and whatever. Uh, make your name in WWE and then, then live off that if you can. I don't really see a problem with that. Apparently, I made, like, an abrupt decision to have her lose the title. Yes, Perez it was, was supposed to be the next, whatever. The New Year's Evil thing or right, whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, but then, nope. No, so yeah, she's done, and I'm like, I mean, it's not really part of news, but just what? where do you think that puts the other two now? Because I don't know. Because, I mean, as much as they all suck, they're probably going to suck less with, or suck, suck more right. without Mandy, I mean. They're just a tag team now, right? As much as Mandy sucks, she's at least kind of sucked for a while, so she knows what she's doing, kind of. <laughs> And regardless, she was not very nice. She but. was perceived by them as a main eventer, right? And she's, or I guess, maybe not technically, but you know what I mean. Top of the women's card, we'll say. Top of the card, um, yeah. And so now she's gone, and they're just kind of—I don't know—they, I don't think they're very good. But maybe I'm wrong. They don't interest me, at least in the doing the characters and gimmick they have right now. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean they're useless, I guess. But I don't uh, know. they're pretty useless. Anyways, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, what else do I have here? Despite facing new legal demands from a couple places, Vince McMahon, quote, intends to make a comeback to I WWE. Saw, yeah. Um, he, this, I don't remember where I got this from and how, obviously, grain of salt with all this, that's why we say news and rumors, feels he retired after receiving bad advice from people close to him. Probably good advice. And they just received a demand letter from Rita Chatterton's lawyer um, early November, which is asking for almost $12 million in damages. She's, she's the first person, I think, that publicly accused McMahon of rape back in like 19, the mid 80s at some what? point. Really? Yeah, so he that's uh, also in Long November. Long time coming. Yes, also in November, his attorney received an email from a lawyer um, from a former spa manager who's saying that she was assaulted. Um, and this is a new report. Like, the Chatterton one was everybody knew about, right? right. This one is new. So, I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like this guy's a well-known workaholic, right? And he's just bored and missing the daily grind of that job. He's just built different, and he just wants to work 24-7, right? So being yeah. completely cut off overnight... Should have sure sold the going... XFL because then he could be right. doing that. Get busy on that because I'm sure he's going nuts, but whatever. Too bad for you. Uh, yeah, I really hope that. I mean, I really hope he has no chance in hell, but like. Right. As bad as eh, there's. Eh. As... Right, nice. No chance. As bad as Raw and whatever might be right now or is just okay, it won't be better if it, that guy it won't comes be back, better. Right. There's no, ch- no chance of that. It's not like he figured something out in the time he's been off and he's had an epiphany you know what i'm gonna listen to the fans and give them what they want let's start doing wrestling they're not as stupid as i've said they are for the last whatever years i'm gonna push Shayna baszler and make (laughs) pete dunn good again that jack is right that Shayna baszler is good and what was he saying about seth rollins let's do that too nope don't start wait seth rollins should be roman reigns you say what Um, what else do you have for news? Speaking of Roman Reigns. Nice. Because uh, I have three more. Oh. Pace yourself. Okay, so this is my only one. Maybe four, actually, because I don't count so good. Nope, three. Okay. Can't confirm. Okay, three. All right, all right, Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so for the last SmackDown 2022, it was confirmed Cena will be there. So now it's going to be Cena and Owens versus Reigns and Zayn. 
So, I mean, (laughs) they're at least buffering them with people I like. Hopefully, there's like, it's at least like, I feel like there's some storyline furthering here because with Zane Zane and Owens. Yeah, it's not a singles match, so that's not the worst. I don't want to see it. At least they're not just straight running back, Reigns and Cena. Right. Right, they, that they I would have no that interest last in. year, so I don't think we need to do that again. So this, if it furthers a storyline, and I, I get to see people, feel like, like that's it's okay. kind of the purpose there, and that yeah. also kind of gives you like the Cena, Cena's back kind of deal, the Cena rub and crowd, and he's wrestling, so boost. that'll be what people want, and right. you know stuff like that and whatnot. And not these people, but yes, some people. I don't think I'd watch it even if it was not John Cena. No. Um. What do I have next? WWE sends Matt Riddle to rehab, apparently, for a second failed drug test. It's from Bodyslam.net. I got this one from. Um, he was written off last week's Raw. What was the write-off? What did he... Oh, Sokoa attacked him that last sense. week after the tag title match. So there you go. Um, apparently failing his second drug test since earlier this summer, when pro- pro- a proposed match against Seth Rollins for SummerSlam was moved to Clash at the Castle that first time, I guess. Oh, it's all coming together for you now. Yeah, because remember, I was annoyed that they did that. The, oh, that's right. I remember you being annoyed. Um, the report. Remember, we thought there was gonna be some surprise, and, and that's we, what they were doing. We were looking forward to and that match, and there was match nothing. Too. Yeah, and, and we're like, yeah. oh, that match will be good. And then at Clash the Castle, Seth Rollins wore stupid pants. I didn't like. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh yeah, because I don't think I actually watched half of Clash the Castle. I don't even know if I watched any of it. I don't know if I did either. I don't think I, I might have watched more than you. I feel like I saw a bit of the main event. Anyways, he was told a second failed test would result in a rehab or fired, quote unquote, situation similar to that of one Jeffrey Nero Hardy. So he might be gone for a couple months or three months or something. But Mm. anyways, gone. Jeff Hardy's been gone for a while. That is correct. He is still gone. Anything else? I have two more. No, I have nothing. Kylie Ray made her debut at a main event taping. working, Working under the name Brianna Ray. Okay, I hate that name. So this is clearly they like think it. she's a star. Who did she lose to? Dana Brooke. Correct. Oh, you knew. I no, I, I didn't. I was, really? Was a, well, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I actually knew it was her, but like, you know. It's, yeah. It's main event. Yeah. Right. Uh, and last one, can't, as can't of now. Can't do 24-7 anymore. Apparently, Sasha Banks has agreed to terms for multiple dates with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, but re-signing with WWE, sorry, trying to put my coffee down, is apparently still a possibility. Well, I mean, if the Good Brothers can do it. I don't know if she needs to come back. I kind of like that she doesn't, but I, she's I, cool. I, I'd like her to come back, though. And I also saw that they don't view her as, like, money level as, as like, Becky and Charlotte, which mm, wow. is interesting. Because I, I probably would, maybe a little under, but, like, still. And, I mean, at least, I mean, Be- at least Becky's up Do there. we still see a ton of money in Charlotte? No. Like, I know we don't, but, like, I just... And I'm I'm on record being like I think she'll be the greatest female wrestler of all time by the time she's done, right? And now I'm kind of like I'm just she's so the same all well, the time. Well, it's, like it's like Randy, Randy Orton. I was just yeah, because he that. is one of the best of all time, but he's so yeah. and face or heel, he's basically the same. But he will be correct, right? Like yeah, that's true. But yeah, you know, because I remember Charlotte was when I started watching Charlotte was that was probably peak Charlotte 2016, yeah. 17. Right. Heel Charlotte. Yeah, she was fantastic. And she's with, she's with all- Sasha Banks, granted. Super talented. Like she has it all, but it's just like it's the same. It's kind of plateaued. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yes. last thing I remember, like, I know, she, okay, she did the Ronda Rousey thing this year, which that feels like ages ago, yes. by the way. Yes. Last thing I remember her doing was ripping off Lily. Oh, yeah, I remember that too. So, but it didn't. Didn't end it for that doll. No. 
Uh, but anyways, I guess we'll move on then and talk about quickly. I won't call it a turbo review because I'll do. I did take notes, sort of, but they're not extensive. But we'll take a look at what was that last Saturday's NXT Premium Live event offering their first ever deadline. All right, so I don't know how much you'll have to contribute because you didn't watch, but you can ask questions or seek clarification on anything if you think it's interesting to the general. Does New Day in fact rock? <laughs> uh, um, not to me in general, but <laughs> okay, okay. This match. Was, uh, that was my first question. Was uh, it did rock actually? Not to spoil anything, but so in general, um, what did you think of the sound of the format? I know you didn't watch it, but you know the rules. In theory, do you think it's it'd probably work or not work? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'd still get rid of the time intervals, but... So it feels like it is a combination of Elimination Chamber and an Iron Man match. Sounds right. That's a pretty good comparison, right? So people are coming out (laughs) in five minutes. So I really thought it worked well. And I'm not. I'm well, not the gonna... last person only had five minutes, though, right? Uh, yes, but I mean that's just luck of the draw, right? So that adds a little bit of luck to it. And then there's some debate: Are you better off to be in there early so you can accumulate pinfalls? You're also then susceptible to falls, or come in fresh to be able to sneak a whole bunch of pinfalls at the end, right? Depends like, how many you can sneak, I guess, right? So because everybody's down and hurt or whatever. So I don't know. I I heard some people saying that it was too convoluted the rules, and I didn't think they were. I don't think honest. it's too convoluted. Like I can. I would still strip it down, but like yeah. I don't think it's that complicated. After watching both, like I'm totally fine with it. I I don't mind it at all. The and I mean, you can never underestimate how much a crowd wants to count down from ten, right? Which they got to. Oh this, my so. god, the dynamite thing with the Ocho. oh the Ocho, they didn't do that, but <laughs> I know. Oh, we'll get to that. That was yeah. so funny. Um, so I don't know the pinfalls, the penalty box stuff. Maybe I think they need to change when the penalty box time starts because I think it. How does how did that operate? I think it was starting like before they got to the penalty box, which was weird. It should have just been once the door closes. Isn't that how that would be in theory? I don't think that's what happened. Thinking back on it, I think it was like when their feet hit the floor or something. It started, and it was only a minute thirty, so that was fine. Um, and then there was strategy and tactics come into play right at the end. Um frantic pinfall attempts or running away as waller did i'll get to that so i don't know just opens up lots of opportunities for things i i really liked it i thought both matches were good so i'll get a little more specific as i go over it but i'm super for a brand new match type i thought it was really good and maybe they'll iron out a few things but (laughs) nice i didn't even catch that but even if they keep it the same i'm totally fine with it i quite enjoyed it but I also wanted to note before I got into it, the crowd was fantastic for this show. I they really added something. Um, don't they like pipe in? I don't lot? think it. This actually, it looked like people were engaged, right? Like normally when it's piped in, I notice it because people are sitting there and the crowd is going wild or almost. I caught right? a bit of level up, and the only thing that annoyed me was the little chase uh, section because that has to be planned, right? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I think there, it started out that way. And now it's like people know they come to do that, I think. So I don't know. It's probably some plants. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And there were segments in between matches, but I'm not really going to talk about any of them. I think there was some Diamond Mine stuff. There was some, oh, other, yeah. some other things, but I'm just going to talk about matches. So the opener was the women's Iron Survivor match. And I thought personally that everybody pretty much killed it in this match. I thought it was really good. And because it was a week away, I have 
read some things and listened to a couple things as well. And I would say, like, based on the stuff I've seen, that this match is underrated. I really liked it. Like, I would recommend people watch it. You know what I mean? A, because it's the first time ever for this match type. But I thought, like, Zoe Stark, I thought, looked awesome. Um, mm-hmm. She hit her finisher on Roxanne fairly early, and it looked killer. Uh, it was on at some point today, so I saw, like, a little bit yeah. of her in Roxanne, but I didn't really watch that much. And Kiana, I think it is. Sorry, I say Kiana because I know someone who insists that their name is Kiana. So I think it's Kiana in this case. Kiana she was, sounds wrong. She's been kind of not impressive. Like, just kind of, like, developmental the person. The gimmick doesn't help. Working short matches and, yeah, the business. But she looked pretty impressive here um she did she got whipped into the barricade but instead she like jumped up onto it and did a moonsault off of it which was cool she also did like a really nice i thought pretty much perfect top rope spanish fly which i was not expecting either um and obviously perez and jade like brought their feud into this as well but um perez ended up winning obviously which made sense um because she was one of the how many baby faces were in there just her just well depends what you classify indy hartwell yeah true and indy actually indy as like the power person had looked okay too in this i didn't really mention her in my notes but it was a really fast-paced exciting opener i thought like i really enjoyed it so it was a good start to the show then things slowed down a little bit because we get isla dawn and alba fire oh and by the way we both picked rock uh roxanne to win obviously if we're looking at our scoreboard you did nice i already looked at this um so isla dawn alba fire so obviously I knew it was something because I made the note in the moment is that they went out of their way to point out that the referee in this match was the same one that got uh, misted by Isla Dawn. I think it was the week before. And I even my notes say this is an odd thing to point out. And then, of course, it does come back into play. A couple things. Fire hit a nice gory bomb on the floor. A cent- Fire bomb. Uh, right. And then a senton. What do we call that? Um, a fire ton. Uh, that, that could be a firebomb, too, because it's like... True. So, uh, so in the ring, she hits the senton, but the ref, I think in the replay, it showed that Don like touched him on the leg and then he started like dripping liquid and whatever goo out of his mouth. So uh, as you know, a bridge too far for me, cause this is now official. Sorcery. I remember the last time they did black goo, was right? Fiend Orton. It wasn't as bad as that. Fiend Orton bliss. But it's a little too far and I kind of like Don, right? So it's like, okay, now she actually has powers, which spitting mist in someone's face, you can do that, right? Actually, no, like Black does that all the time. I don't touching care. them and having them ooze out of the mouth is pa- a bit too far for me. Yeah. But anyways, um, so a second ref comes down. He takes a minute to check on the first ref, and Isla Dawn runs uh, fire into the exposed turnbuckle. I think it was the middle turnbuckle, and then hits her finisher. What is that called? Curtain call? The old curtain um, call? Uh, wait, like I explained it to you the before. Like I can't demonstrate it. Oh, like you. with the elbow? Yes. Mm, I think no. that's what they I've heard seen it referred to. No, I don't think so. Okay. Anyways, I think she calls like she does the thing suplex. that she pins people with <laughs> effectively in just under ten minutes. So the match was was fine, like maybe almost good, but nothing really special happened. It came up after a, a bit of a sprint in the women's Iron Survivor, so I don't think it was bad, but I didn't need to be on a pay per view for me. And obviously, Dawn winning makes sense because I picked her to win, and it's her first major match, right? And uh, you did not. I should have known she was going to use goo on the referee. That's on me. And fires like treatment by NXT teams. It's been like questionable the whole time, right? They just won't pull the trigger on her. They'll leave her around the top, but just kind of you'll never one actually. Of the, one win. of those people. So I don't know if she's gone or if they're just going to leave her in 
doing that. But anyways, then we get New Day versus Pretty Deadly. And honestly, man, this is an, was an awesome match. Like classic style tag team, really good storytelling and really good heel work by Pretty Deadly. Um, so just like, and I'm kind of tired of New Day, if I'm being honest. I don't know how you feel about New Day at this point. Kind of, it's kind of going to say like they still put on good matches, so I like them from that perspective. But it's the same but, like, thing over. It's not like Usos where they act, they really freshen themselves, right? Up. And honestly, I don't think New Day have been super interesting to me since I agree that period. And of I miss Biggie too, obviously. Also, yeah, Biggie is Biggie's cool. But this match was basically like the story of Pretty Deadly's not as good in the ring as these guys are. So they take every shortcut and they're really clever about it, and they cheat and they do all kinds of stuff, right? Just to sort of barely escape. Um, I think you said you saw it, and I told you about it—the four-way Eddie Guerrero like spot with the kind of saw, yeah, because the that, that's one of those clips they posted, right? So the belt gets introduced, and everybody tosses it to somebody else and falls down to for when the referee will get up. Um, so by the time the ref gets up, all four of them they're down. Honestly, like comedy in wrestling that I liked, right? It was clever. Right. It actually made sense, and it was kind of funny too. And then shortly after that, Prince punched Kofi. Uh, out of the ring and Wilson hit Woods with a title belt shot while the ref still wasn't looking so that led to a near fall there and then Kofi um, stopped a double team move and ended up hitting trouble in paradise to Wilson out on the floor Woods sent Prince into the turnbuckle Kofi jumped off the top with the midnight hour double foot stomp um, while Woods was holding on to Prince to stop him from breaking the pin so Woods covers Prince and New Day actually win the NXT Tag Team Championships after a 14 minute match um it felt like, I told you this, a really strong main roster pay-per-view match. You know, when we see a match, like, what's the last one we really liked? Reigns-Rollins? No, Who it was, was it? Street Profits. Because that was, it was Money in the Bank. That was more recent than Reigns-Rollins. But we loved Reigns-Rollins, right? Oh, I love Reigns-Rollins. So just like, because I know, like, I hate to use this term because it bugs me, but work rate's not going to be, like, off the charts. But if you're telling a good story, right? And I feel like, oh, it's so weird you get, like... You know, all technical with the terms. I know what you're saying. I know. I feel like I make myself cringe. I feel like it sounds like, because I do, I don't know. I That's why I stupid. always use, they work a good pace, because I don't like to say work great. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but anyway. Exactly, right? Like, um, But like, just pretty deadly. And if I'm Triple H and I'm watching this, I'm like, these guys are ready, right? Yes, they're not Brian Danielson in the ring, but they put on really entertaining matches. Like, And they're, I'm not trying to say they're bad. They're good, right? But they're just, um, the characters they're playing and the way it translates during matches is really awesome. And New Day being over baby faces, right? We're a, a really good opponent. So I thought I thought this was awesome. Um, men's Iron Survivor Challenge also probably liked it better than the women's. I thought excellent match and just like further evidence that this match type is a winner. I think um, they found a way to have fun multi-person matches with like staggered entrances, right? And you get a time limit. I know exactly how long the match is going to be, which for some reason I like more than I should, right? I know this is 25 minutes. I just, right. I just like that for some right. reason. Um, so Axiom and McDonough started out and they get things going right away as JD McDonough is targeting Axiom's leg and just that's what he does, right? And I love that style. He just picks a limb or two and works it relentlessly. Um, then we get a huge clothesline from him in a sit-out powerbomb to Axiom for a near fall. Roller, uh, Waller, again, being smart, runs in immediately hits his rolling um cutter to axiom sorry stunner to axiom and mcdonough at the same time and then pins each of them so he picks up two falls like super sneaky basically right away when he gets in 
Um, we have Axiom and McDonough brawling in the penalty box at one point. Axiom does like a moonsault off the top of the mo of the penalty box onto, I think, two or three people. Um, did he do it better than Vega did? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Axiom hit a destroyer to Waller for a pinfall and then... Um, Oh, sorry, followed by his golden ratio for, for another pinfall after that. So he picks up two as well. Anyways, long story short, uh, the finish comes. Hayes hits his finishing leg drop to Axiom, but Waller pulls Hayes out of the ring and steals the pinfall, and that puts him up one. So Axiom's obviously down from this, right? But he has to go to the penalty box, so you can't pin him. So Hayes, uh, everybody else, I think, is out of the ring. So Hayes can really only chase Waller around and try and get him, right? And of course, Waller just runs away for whatever it was. 30 40 seconds which is perfect for the weasel heel right um literally running for his life to win a match so i don't know i thought i, I thought they're both weasel heels they are i didn't really want waller to win but i think they're holding off on carmelo to get a shot at a right larger, maybe because i saw a, vengeance, in a bigger moment yeah vengeance day is a ple so maybe then I yeah guess. so really which is like february something probably because that's like their take on a valentine's day pun thing that's right so nonstop action, I thought five really talented performers. And I, I like the ending. I, I don't really know what other people thought of it. I can't remember. But uh, and to me, a surprise winner. So I thought all five looked really good. And this was way more entertaining than main event for me like this. I was like, oh, yeah, there's another match after this. Right. Which was Apollo Crews and Braun Breaker. So the build for this has been a bit unorthodox. Right. There's been the scenes in the diner and the scenes out with them out fishing and things that I haven't. I don't think they've been amazing, but I liked the idea that they were trying to do something different. Anyways, right. this was like, we're both super athletic and strong and fast and you do it and then I do it and I'll get a bunch of offense and you hit your signatures and I kick out. Then I'm going to hit your signatures on you and you're going to hit mine on me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, There's some good looking stuff here. And then, I don't know, I'm going to go skip down to the finish. Cruz hits Bronze Gorilla Press Slam for two as they do sort of switch moves. Leaping kick, pump kick by Cruz. Braun flips out, um, flips out of a lift, lands on his feet, and then hits the spear kind of out of nowhere and pins Apollo Cruz. Um, ends up with Waller coming out, hits his rolling cutter on Stunner. Stunner, didn't you? Why is it a stunner? Because he does a stunner like you know Austin. Oh, all right. And stands over Breaker holding the title. So a good match, not at the level for me of either of the Iron Survivor challenges or the tag match. Um, and that's not obviously what you want in your main event, right? But I, I, I did like the story that, hey, these guys are really similar, so it's going to be evenly matched, but it just, I, the men's Iron Survivor was just super entertaining, and this was just good, you know what I mean? But overall, yeah. a, a strong pay-per-view. I'm not saying it was takeover quality, but the whole five matches, two and a half hours, three of them are awesome. Like, that's pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. And even the main event wasn't bad. So a, a really good pay-per-view, actually. I would say, like, maybe even an A-, minus, just because it was less than two and a half hours, I think. So really good show. Check out a couple of those matches if you haven't. All right, I'm done that. So I let's haven't. get back into our regularly scheduled, scheduled programming, which is you talking more and me talking less. And that is about this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. All right, your turn. Tell me about Winter is Coming. That was this week, right? I didn't forget that that's what it was called. That's why I reminded you. I could tell. I could sense it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat cookie while you talk now. See how you like it. I wasn't eating cookie, though. Well, you well, kind of, I'm but I'm going to be good about it. I'm going to go behind the mic. So you go ahead and talk, and I'll chip in. I'll be back. 
chip in the, the conversation or the cookie? Already eating the cookie. Go talk. Okay. Um, the opener was the fourth match in the trios, best of seven series. So Elite and Death Triangle again. Death Triangle are up two to one now because the Elite won the last two one, to one going into this two weeks ago. Yes. Oh yeah, two and one going in. I guess. Um, then they so they won the first two, and the Elite won the one a couple weeks ago because last week was a gap week, which is stupid. Because why ever take a break from this ever? <laughs> they might need to recover, you know. Ever? No, I don't get why you'd ever do that. Though. Yeah, true. Like, just don't. Just keep give going. us one every week, all the time. Just it's. I don't even know why you would stop ever. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't get it. Um, some of the notables. There, uh, we started with like a back and forth between Penta and Nick Jackson. Also, Omega's wearing different tights again that he wore like a while ago. And so now he's wore all three pants that are from the, the two different Supreme figures he's gotten. So that's kind of funny. Subliminal advertising. Yes, exactly. Except it's it's better than when WWE does it because they just put a giant red car for Braun Strowman to flip or whatever. That's or right. smash a car or like a giant, a giant ATV or whatever that looks like a toy come to life. So you, you got you got to love when they do that, you know? Just it's it's so great. Um, Focus, man. Backbreaker to pack from Omega, and he holds him over his knee. Um, and then so Nick kind of hits, comes in with like a springboard drop kick. Yep. So that's cool. It was cool. Uh, there's stereo slingshot punches the outside by Matt and Omega, and then Nick does the escalator into like the Tornado Forsberry flop, whatever it is, thing to pack the You space enjoy that, yes. Basement poncha or whatever. Yep, it's good. Um, so Nick, look like, Nick looks like he hurt his foot or something. He's getting taken to the back after the commercial break or before a commercial break. Um, so then he's out for a bit. Phoenix goes for a rolling cutter. Matt catches him smooth in a locomotion. Northern Light suplexes. Um, Fireman's carry rolling sent on, followed by the moon salt by Omega for two. Package power driver on the apron by Matt, or by Penta to Matt to kind of take away the tag option. Looked pretty good. Lucha Bros hit a series of moves to Omega, only getting two. Um, so Nick comes back out as Pac misses a black arrow. Omega makes a hot tag out to Nick. Then we get a hot tag flurry sands kicks, which is stupid. Uh, Nick, the finish comes when Nick goes for a super kick. Phoenix catches him, um, and he's holding his foot. And then the ref is checking on Pack, so Penta hits his ankle with the hammer, which is kind of cool. And then Nick, or sorry, Phoenix put Nick in like some sort of leg like, submission. And Death Triangle pick up the win, three to one. Yeah. And then after the match, Omega was cutting promo saying, um, he has a message for them. And the three one deficit is rough in any sport. They keep using the hammer, so he proposed they make it legal, basically. So next week he's saying make it an ODQ match. Yep. So that's cool. Making it different again, right? This is the Nick gets injured match. Now we're going to get the... They already have now a plan for all three, right? Should we need them, of course. Mm-hmm. Ending in the what one? Oh, yeah. Escalera de la Muerte. Right. Which was a reference to All Out 2019. I got to tell you, I bought Nick's injury up until... I did, too. Up Once until... Once they started targeting it. Right. And, and then that's when he tried know. to hit a super kick, too, with the injured foot, right? So... um. So that kind of, I wasn't sure how I felt, right? Because I was a little distracted going like, oh, if he's actually hurt, what does that mean for the next two matches? But anyways, obviously, and then it recovered and this match was pretty awesome still, right? Like, An interim teammate. Like it's going to be. So uh, so his an- his ankle, right, ended up being the story of this match. So that makes it different from the others. They keep finding a way. Right, yes. And they're always going to, yes. and they're even making the next three already setting them up. What as was certain, the, the next middle one's one. Then what's match Wasn't there one in six? the middle? I thought they said that. I thought they listed three things. No, I don't remember hearing. I remember the last one is Escalera de la Muerte. Yeah. But I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I thought they said something, but maybe not. I feel like they 
they would. I don't know. It's a steel cage. Yeah. I um and I that's what I mean. I like that they use the hammer again and now that's setting up a no DQ match. So another super entertaining like what can you say? Like they're not gonna have a bad match. This was a good match. What I like as an opener, like fast paced craziness. Didn't feel super long to me, but awesome match. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good again. It was different from the other ones. It um uh, it would definitely seem as if that wasn't a worked injury, especially now with how much it factored into the finish. Uh, but then it resulted in not doing the cool kick flurry, so that's not okay. Um, might have been my least favorite so far, but not by super large margin, just because like they've all been really good. And again, making it unique from the other ones we've had is I appreciate them doing that. Like each one has stood out, so that's that's really good. Agree. Um. It was weird, though. I thought the Elite worked kind of more heel in the beginning, but then it kind of switched when right. Nick was gone. So I yeah. thought that was kind of bizarre. Yeah, because it's hard to be heel when you're now down, a, like you're two on right. three, right? So it was kind of odd that they started like that. Mm-hmm. Um, But then it kind of switched because, like, also you could see Death Triangle, they took, like, a couple of cheap shots, like when Matt would, like, hit the ropes or whatever. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing that, which is a classic heel move, or, like, cutting the ring text. What? Why? <laughs> I'm just what for those of you not, but I, I just pulled a Millennium Falcon out of my pocket in the middle of him talking, and he's confused. Oh, that's from like the washroom or whatever. I was looking for um one of Nate's. Yeah, it's was looking for a mouse to use, like with the little figurines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just thought it looked cool, so I'm gonna put it on my shelf. Sorry, carry on. Okay, that's. I mean, Distra- I'm not gonna disagree, but like distracting. My 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 Falcon's better, so suck it. Yeah, sure. Um, so the match next week should be pretty nuts with the no DQ rules again. Different. Yeah, that should be um, fun. So I didn't mention it much yet either, but I did actually. I really liked the finish, kind of playing with the injury there. I thought yep. that was actually kind of really cool. And again, and it also kind of factors in the hammer again, which is kind of funny. Um, so it was a good opener. It did feel kind of short though, and so we learned like, and I think it was during like the main event or something about the Escalera de la Muerte. So I think that'll be really cool. Um, kind of reference to like the I think it was the second match between Lucha Bros and the Bucks for the Triple A titles. Uh, um yes. in EW it was like second alone they called it that. It was like the ladder match. Remember when they did the destroyer off the ladder through the table? Yes, that was that ridiculous. I remember yeah, that. So that it was that match, so I guess it's now I don't even know if I've ever seen a trio's ladder match. Like me you know either. what I mean? I don't I don't remember seeing that. Cause like I know like you've had like I definitely look forward to it. A three way one, like TLC obviously the first ones. Or like a triangle ladder match, which is the same number of people and it's also teams, but it's also like three teams. So right. like different you know for sure um so next we get an mjf interview um he applauds ricky for his first great promo and we all saw the potential and it was a star making performance which is cute because the first time mjf was on AEW, he was already a star uh and then he just kept hitting home runs and he asked how many starks missed before hitting that homer he says he's the most talked about name at 26 and he's a star maker he says you're welcome to ricky for the rub and he mocks starks for talking about how about his upbringing and it means nothing and the only thing that matters is being AW World Champion, and the fans relate to Starks because their lives suck, and they all whine and complain because they all suck. Uh, he says Starks was right that he has had it easy since birth, and he was just born better than everyone else. Uh, how Starks said he was going to lift the pressure, and MJ says he's already the guy, and everyone wants to see him fall, so he has no one to let down. And he does not envy Starks because everyone is rooting for him, and everyone's behind him. And he asks if Starks can do it, or will he let everyone down? We'll find out what happens to the pebble under pressure. Will he become the diamond everyone thinks he is, or Ooh. will he simply turn to dust? Yeah. Um, I like the line. Yeah, it was a good promo. What else are you going to say about MJF? I like that he, 
you know, he's taking credit for Stark's success basically by, you know, magnifying the him rub. Ma- yeah, making him important. Um, and I also like that he's unapologetic about his like upbringing and all his success, right? Like kind of, yeah, I, I was wealthy and ways mm-hmm. with everything and I'm Not better than you. Opposite I'm better than of shying you, away right? from it. Right. So I like that. And it's, I feel like he's playing it like Stark's promo struck a nerve with him, right? And I think that's a good thing for Stark's yes. uh, as well. Um, and again, I said it last week, I'm glad that they saved this for a week later and get, let Starks have the last word last week, right? That makes sense to me. Because MJF could easily uncork this last right. week. So I think that was well done. And it seems like, you know, that Starks has gotten to him a little bit. I think that came through and that's that's good. So really good delivery as always. Another strong heel promo. I thought it was mm-hmm. like he's consistently probably the best at this, right? So yes. yeah, another good one. Uh, yeah, another uh, great one from Jeff. It was kind of shorter, I feel like, for him, but still decent size yeah. for being a short one. Yep. Um, I like the whole notion that, like, you know, talking about his upbringing, just not, not like, fully leaning into that, and I really like that. Um, I like how he kind of put over Starks having a good promo, but then kind of, like, still attributing it to himself, so kind of keeping it in character really well. Right. And going back to the Pebble joke is funny. I, I like that. Um, And it worked itself nice into that mic drop, yep. the last line. Also reminds me of when uh, Stokely Hathaway or Bivens used to say diamond in the rust because that was sick <laughs> any like, an excuse to man mention what happened tyler rust. taylor rust man he was sick like, was he, it taylor rust taylor rust is sweet tyler rust and nxt taylor rust yeah that's what i meant and uh strong uh diamond mine ain't been the same since the good old days you know what i'm saying that's right back when they would beat OG bobby diamond mine back when they would beat bobby fish with a roundhouse you right. know um yeah and uh Yes. Um huh? surprised Triple H hasn't brought him back, you know? Right. It would be way better than using Cross, and I'm pretty sure I'm not joking. Uh I was right. Hmm? I was right. So no DQ. Mm-hmm. Falls count anywhere. Big difference. In Colorado. Big difference, but yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then Escalera double yeah. morte. Oh cool. Sweet. It's good to be right sometimes. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyways, this was great. Um and Taylor Rest. Yeah. Yep. Sign him. Oh, that's right. They also had um Hachiman or whatever. Because I was trying to like yeah. Because I was trying to remember there was four people in the original one. The Creeds weren't there, um, and so it was Hathaway, Strong, Rust, and Hachiman or Hideki Suzuki or whatever. Yep. <coughs> Anyways, next we hear from the acclaimed. Not, we don't. Well, we kind of do. Um, they're making their entrance and casters dropping until they go- jump from them behind by. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Jeff Jarrett, and the other big guy. <sighs> Jeff, Jeff Jarrett on my TV. Oh, yeah. And not only is Jeff Jarrett on my TV, he's cutting short one of my favorite things, which is a caster rap, right? So I not- get... But that's not the type of heel heat they want. I know that that's like, ha ha. No, that like, genuinely makes me angry. It hurts my feelings. I just want to see him. That it's hurts not my helping feelings. anyone. But anyways. Because like... Casters, you, you gotta let him do his thing. Like, and he rapped about Brittany Griner. I don't know if you know her, um, women's basketball player who was imprisoned in Ru- Russia somewhere, and they traded her for um, a criminal in the states. Elon Musk reference, Luka Doncic reference, reference, and then a sneak attack. Didn't let him finish. No. Um, lethal three bones over the timekeeper's table. Caster tried fighting back in the ring, gets shut down by Lethal. Jared keeps tying around the guitar like a big gritting idiot. Like he just keeps going like. Nice. With the guitar, the best. Uh it was just. I'm like, okay, I get it. Can you even play the guitar? No. I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. And I don't. He cracks get over it. Caster's head. It didn't even smoke that much. No. So, big waste of time. Uh, Jared says, "Yo, 
asks if they have their attention now, Batista line. And he says, why don't you scissor this slap nut? Yep. Told you, slap nut's his thing. He thinks he's, like, hilarious. I'm not going to lie. I do get a little bit of a kick out of saying it, <laughs> but not when Jeff Jarrett says it. And also, that sounds like a Matt Taven line. Yeah, I don't, like, Sanjay Dutt can talk. Lethal can talk. Why do we need Jeff Jarrett? Why? And... Obviously, this is just a placeholder heel challenger, right? And and nothing else. How is it that FTR is the stepping stone before right, them? Right. Like that. That's what gets to me. Is like, in what universe do FTR get a tag title shot, lose it, then they're kind of they're serving up the champs to Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Like, if Jarrett's gonna be involved at all, it should be like the other way around. Like this should be like a placeholder before FTR. FTR is yes. should be the end goal here. Jarrett and Lethal are like hardly a team. It's such a waste of time. And I don't even have a problem with Lethal and Dutt and whatever. Like that group, fine, whatever. But you don't need Jarrett and I don't... I don't hate that group either, but Jarrett's what kind of put the nail in the coffin. And they're not legitimate like title threats, but they're, they they fill a role, right? I think. But yeah, Honestly, I don't... Honestly, I'd be fine with just Lethal. I don't want anything else. So we don't want Jeff Jarrett anymore. Bottom line. No, this was lame. It was surprisingly short. I expected a really droning Jarrett promo, but I still didn't care. Yeah. And like... He looked like an idiot waving around that guitar, just doing that stupid grin constantly. It's just gross seeing him hold the title in any capacity because you bet your ass they raised him after. Yes, and I don't get how this did. is a tag title feud, all while meanwhile FTR are probably feuding with the guns, which, yeah, they are. They are. Something ain't right here. And did I mention it's going to be Jeff Jarrett in a title match in 2022, bordering on 2023? Yep. Like, that's absurd. It is. And I, it really I, I is. knew something was up. I guess that just had um, I guess that's it. You know, that minor, minute detail. And Caster didn't even finish the rap, so this was a complete waste of time. And I seriously don't care for this group, especially with Jerry offers nothing. Like this group was already like Lethal's solid, like he's he was serving a purpose, yeah, like we talked good. about. But like it's just not a great group. Like they always tout Sting as being one of a kind, but to me he's a one of a kind waste of space. Uh Dutt's a solid mouthpiece at best, but he's at, at his worst, he's too much. And he can't really wrestle, so he doesn't serve much of a purpose. And Lethal's the only one who really serves a purpose for me. But I like him less when he's next to Jarrett. And, like, he could be equally as fine on his own. So the whole group is just, like, it doesn't serve much of a purpose for me. And so it kind of sucks. Yet they get a ton of time on I know. TV. Why do they get so much time? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. When we're, like, there's so many people who should deserve, right. like, more of a spotlight. And you're wasting time on this. And, again, FTR. Like, FTR, I, I think they I know it would be a fourth match, but they I think they should have the Ring of Honor titles back because I want them with the four belts. That would be awesome. It would and be. then they can take the AEW one so Jerry can bugger off and do whatever he does backstage because no thank you. This is not it. Agree. All right. Um, enough on Jarrett. Yes, more than enough. Uh, next we get Jass interview. Um, so Jericho said that the Giants swing should be banned because he tapped out to that, which I thought was yeah, interesting. Yeah, he did. I, I didn't know that, but that was interesting. And Claudia also wore blue tights, so finally the brain gear changed for that guy. Because mm-hmm. he just, like, he would wear a slightly new attire and just kind of spam that for a while, and then he wore a second new one and then spam that for a while, you know? So, nice. Uh, Jericho said he's going to beat some jobber. Apparently he also took a shark, uh, shot at Starks. <laughs> a nice. shot. At Starks? Not yeah. a shark. No. Well, I mean... I don't have overwhelming evidence uh, that that didn't take place. That's true. (laughs) Probably not, but that's that's true. You never know. Uh, Jericho told Garcia he's better than Yuda and should never lost the pure title. I think he should have lost it. Um, and he told Garcia to follow the guy into Sammy Guevara, so basically kind of like putting him under the tutelage of Guevara, which is kind of amusing. He said he's facing Moxley and Rampage this Friday, and Ty is facing Soho tonight. Hager yelled about his hat. 
alpha all of that you know my only note so it's not over no <laughs> and then, that was my main take and then this seg- segment was nothing special that was my entire like so so i just like so what you're still involved no this was the end we talked about this like this is supposed to be over but it's not so that's oh all that's all i noticed it oh like that was my main take. like so i was like it's fine jericho solid i thought but another thing I kind of took away was that was kind of it was throwing Garcia to Guevara seems like kind of the restarting that angle they did with him around all of where he's kind of like being disillusioned. Right. Either the restarting or they're kind of picking it back up, which to me, like, because you can kind of breadcrumb things. In, but to me, it felt like that was kind of the end of that story. You know what I mean? Like, yes, because he was like so back with Jeff, like when he turned on Daniels and he was like full jazz again. You know what I mean? Yes. So it feels like that kind of ended. But now it feels like they might be picking that back up, which would be kind of weird because if they, if they kind of communicate that he was still kind of torn when he joined back, then maybe this would make sense. Yeah. But it feels like they kind of dropped it like flat, and then now they're so that that's what and makes it kind of it weird, back for up me, again, right? Yeah. Like it's not like kind of leaving it be like I don't know. It just felt like they kind of like full dropped, it and then now it's kind of like so I don't know. It's kind of weird for me, a bit of a disconnect there. Um, yes. But Guevara spoke well solid said. as well. But annoying me because he said he literally said himself that this is over. Correct. But then he was like, "It's not for him in box." And he's like, "It's over, but it's not over." Oh, it's over. Like it's. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, same thing. I it's not over more than ways than one because it's not over because it's still going. It's not over because I'm not interested. Yes. So. Double entendre. It's like exactly. Shakespeare. Boom. It's freaking Shakespeare. People. I'm freaking Shakespeare. All right. Uh, next we get Brian. I saw his action figure yesterday. Cage versus Jungle Boy. I did, did not see his action figure yesterday. Jack Perry. Jungle Jack. Um, Jungle Boy Jack. And they should call him. We're saying they should just like his name's too long, right? So they should just call him Boy Perry. <laughs> Perry Boy. Jungle Boy. <laughs> I should start. I'm gonna start calling him Boy Perry. It reminds me of um that one episode of Goldberg's when um Barry does like the Boy George thing, and you think he's like boy Barry or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> boy Perry. <laughs> uh, more Goldberg. Cause talk it sounds the same. Get it. Yeah. Okay. I get um, it. so notables, there's the outside in superplex by cage. It's cool. Cause jungle boy is a small guy. So it was pretty comedically. Cage humorous. is pretty strong. Yep. And he had his, uh, six man tag belt. So, and honestly, now that the trio styles exist, I cannot, state how much i agree with you on the stupidity of the six-man tag name because i didn't love it before but like it's now with the direct comparison that i'm uh, like yeah dumb shut up you know it's like it's, it's no so good. like and also because i feel like roh has feels the need to add and throw in the world with yeah. like they even have a world tv title like does that uh, there's a bit of a disconnect there for me me too i feel like when it's like on a tag team title shirt even the women's sounds a little weird but you know i get that because like then it's kind of more equal but I don't know. World six minutes. It's just like, you know? <laughs> um, Comebacker Larry from Boy Perry only staggers Cage, and then uh, Cage goes for a powerbomb, but Boy Perry counters with a DT. I'm going to try to stick that in my head. Right. Uh, German suplex, then a spinning full Nelson thing for two by Cage, which was kind of cool because he like, kind of held him and then like spun him out with the same. I don't know. It was pretty cool because um, I don't know if y'all know this, but he's a pretty strong guy. Strong like, boy. Big, strong L- little boy. Little known fact. Yep. Uh, Boy Perry counters the F5 into a destroyer for two, which was pretty cool. It like, was. Cage took that nice. Yep. Uh, then goes right into the snare trap. Prince Nana distracts the ref during the tap. Um, then the finish comes in. Uh, he sends Cage into Nana, knocking him off the apron, then rolls him up with an O'Connor roll for the win. 
So, takeaway here, no drill claw, match bad. Um, post-match, uh, Jungle Boy, ugh, Boy Perry. Mm, I missed it. <laughs> says that full gear. He beat Luchasaurus and he just beat Cage, so he calls out Morrissey. And I'm not calling him Big Bill, that just sounds... I'll get to that. Um, Hathaway comes out and says Boy Perry pisses him off and he doesn't watch himself. He'll get Morrissey's boot in his face. Uh, Jungle Boy ugh, goes after Hathaway. But uh, Moriarty attacks him, then Morrissey joins in. A uh, couple of consecutive corner moves by the firm, and then a big choke slam. Then Hook comes out and kind of makes a save, and then offers his hand to pull up Boy Perry. Yeah, um, it was too short to be super awesome, but there was some good action in there, right? And I thought the finish was not my favorite. And I'm hoping, I, and I think in Cage ends up in ROH, although they still haven't announced any sort of TV anything, right? Because he... I like watching him wrestle, right? So he needs a bit more attention. Yeah. I do like that Cage has kind of had, like, for an ROH act, he's kind of had some... Like, it's been a steady-ish time on TV yeah. compared to, like, a while ago. And he, him with Nana is a, is a good combination, too. And I guess, like, you're establishing Jungle Boy right now as a giant killer, right? Luchasaurus... Brian Cage, um, then going after Large William, I guess. <laughs> Large William. So that's a good angle for him to do while he's... I, I assume they're going back to Christian, right? So he needs uh, to I do something. <clears throat> and I guess this keeps him... He's not affecting any title scenes or anything, but it gives him something to do until Christian comes I back. I just saw obviously. a video about like, how Christian got injured before he like, so when he temporarily retired and then came back at the Royal Rumble and yeah. came to EW. And I was like... And I, I, so I was like, oh, yeah, he came back to wrestling, but what did he do? And I was like, oh, yeah, he wrestled in AEW. Because mm -hmm. somehow I forgot. He did. So, yeah, I forgot. And then my only other note was, really, three guys are afraid of Hook? I mean, he does throw people pretty good. And one of them was Large William, wasn't it? That's so. true. Anyways, yeah, it was a good little match, I guess. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty solid. Cage looked really good tossing Jungle Boy around. Some BS, though. Like, what do I got to do to get a drill claw? Huh? Fair. What do I got to do? Like, I thought Cage should have won this because he just got the title. And yes, that's just for a drill call, mostly. But I don't, I didn't really see what Boy Perry had to gain from this, but I guess, I guess he's feeding with the firm, so. Well, and he's cool. doing the giant killer now. Also, they're calling that team, you know what they're calling that team? It's really funny. What? The, the Jungle Hook. Jungle Hook? Nice. Yeah. Yeah? I like good. that. Um, so I guess not seeing the post match it makes more sense. Um, even though I still think Cage should have won because Drill Claw. Like it's madness. How many times is he gonna get to TV, which I like, and not hit a Drill Claw? How many times is it gonna happen? Like it's gonna make that Drill Claw when you finally get it. You can't super keep doing, satisfying. You can't keep doing that, you know. Yeah. Um. <coughs> anyways, the match was solid though. Um, post match is okay. I guess I guess it's like the next thing for some of the firm guys in Jungle Boy, kind of like a mid card kind of deal. Hook in there is kind of cool, cause, but man, has he cooled down? Like he doesn't really do a whole lot now. He's like he's been gone for so he's long. He's still popular when he comes out, but like he's just like I, I feel like he was like really hot when he was. like for the first stretch, and it was like this big hype, and now it's just like it's kind of like plateaued a little bit. Yep, I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, also after hearing them say it a bunch, Big Bill sounds really goofy. It's bad. I really don't like it. I don't either. Like and I don't I didn't love Morrissey. Either, I don't. But... Yeah, I know W. Morrissey isn't like the best showbiz name, we'll say, but it's a lot better than Big Bill, which is like it's a nickname at best, and even then it'd be like annoying. It's like, it's like um, how, how, oh, I don't know if you put freaking in the middle of your name. Yeah, right. And force them to say it every time. <laughs> every time, you know. 
I think I, the one time I was watching something, they said Seth Rollins, and I, I, I lost my crap. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. They got it right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, um, <coughs> um, next, we get a Black Bull Comic Club promo, because they're not done with jazz. And there's still Blackpool Combat Club. Sigh of all sighs. Yeah, um, which is all right. It seems, at least. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I like that name, though, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, It's just like, I don't know what else you'd call them either, so, like, that's all right. Yep. Um, Moxley talked about Yuta winning uh, his title back. Claudio won his title back. Moxley took out Takeshita, which he did. Uh, I thought Takeshita looked weird because he had black boots instead of mm-hmm. like, white boots. So, yep. Uh, Claudia said in 2023 they're putting everybody on notice. Probably just Jazz. Um, Pierce, so. <laughs> and Yuta said, if they've taught him anything, is that if you want to win, you keep fighting Jazz. Uh, just, just kidding. He said, uh, you, you got to fight like you're already dead. This, feud, Sorry, this can, feud is dead. Can we review that? Fight what? like you're already dead. So you'd be dead. So. Just li- limp on the ground. Pretty good fighting? Like, I don't. <laughs> what? What does that make any sense to anybody? Fight like you're already dead. I guess like you have nothing to lose. That's but, a, like you, you you could phrase it better. And what did MJF say last week? Like a shark smelling water or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, those are a couple quality lines. <laughs> uh, Mox said that Sammy Guevara is a gutsy kid, so it's gonna stop Sammy's face in no bloody mess and leave him for dead. So then what do you fight like he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, because he became dead. He wasn't already dead. So then the rematch. So the toughest fighting you'll ever do is when you're already dead. Okay, so you got to kill. But so like in the rematch, that'll be Sammy Guevara being like. I don't know how long you have to be dead for, but. (laughs) Just have to be dead. Your power just accumulates and accumulates. Yeah. All right. Fight like you're already dead, people. Words. Get that tattooed (laughs) on your back. Okay. Right under. um, Jot that down. Right under L I V I N, because that'll be perfect. (laughs) That's your mom's. That's your mom's next tattoo. And then fight like you're already dead. And then fight like you're already dead, because those are like opposite of each other. So it'll be shark smelling water. (laughs) MJF. Sorry. (laughs) It's like a rare misstep from him. It's gold. Yeah. Um, Moxie said Hangman Page knows where to find them, so he can bring his Dark Order buddies too. Uh, uh, my only yes. note on that was the fight like you're already dead. I loved, and uh, this was riddled with references to Jazz and I kiss. Just can't take it anymore. I guess this was fine. That's all I have. Like, stop talking about this feud. <laughs> Hate it. I don't know. It was okay. It's a shame Mox is down the card, but like, it's all right. He's he's always great. Um, Claudia spoke fine as did Yuta. Aside from what we discussed, um, most of that was just like a general thing. After like they won a bunch of stuff. I guess we ain't quite done with this, but please make Rampage the last one, no matter what happens, because like, I can't do much more, and we need Mox Hangman. That's where it's at, all right? Yes. That is where it's at. That is... Anywhere else is where it's at. <laughs> Anywhere else is where it's at. Yeah. It better... Honestly, okay, it should have been at Final Battle, but if as long as it's over by the end of the year, then I will forgive them for... The name of the pay-per-view was Final Battle. Final. Like, I don't know how they didn't understand that. Like, Not penultimate battle or whatever. Final. Like, penultimate battle. It's <laughs> a good pay-per-view name. <laughs> We're going to have one more after this one. It's like, it's like um, WWE's rematch clause, except it's like every match That's on right. that show is, has to have a rematch. Isn't that basically whatever the one after Mania is? 
Wait, no. Like, so Mania would be the Mania, penultimate Mania battle. Mania is penultimate battle for most of the matches. Because like... they're all right on the next show, yeah. right? So there you go. <laughs> That's what we're going to call Mania from now. <laughs> penultimate battle. Penultimate battle. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, next, we get a quick promo from Swerve. Um, so he's talking about how what happened at Final Battle, which was, I don't know. I'm, I'm still not super clear on it. Um, but he says Keith Lee's not a friend and he's not family. Swerve has no family in this industry and they'll iron it out next week or whatever. He only has affiliates, something like that. Yeah, he is just super cool and you didn't really do him justice because I like it was short and sweet, right? He's just, I just think he could be a top heel if this roster weren't so bloated. And like, I think I've said it before, I find a way to get the TNT title on him and have him in that area for quite a while because I don't know if you want to go like overall champion of your company but i don't think it's out of the question i think he's awesome and i love him as a heel so i i thought this was he's just cool to me yeah it was really cool he's just cool yep um it was pretty uh sweet uh swerve is six i like he's just like he talks really cool he's got a great vibe to him he does um kind of gives you the gist of what happened at penultimate battle but i'm still (laughs) i'm still a little foggy on it like it looks like lee joined with shane taylor peeps but i can't really tell what happened. yeah i don't know either or like did swerved on him did he turn so i can't tell i'm what definitely happened. going back to watch ftr and briscoe's and then i'm gonna try and get through everything but i don't know when now do here's that. a question maybe for tonight you. actually yeah if ftr want their all to collect all the titles and build a legacy is that dog collar match really the final battle penultimate it could be that's yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. i heard that was that in the promo on this show where dax i think is like you know, some people are saying it's the best trio of matches ever. I don't know. Like, I, they're pretty awesome. I, well, I haven't seen the third one, but I, how could it be bad? Sorry. Other than dog collars, but. Other than dog collars. They'll make it work. Sorry, go ahead. Um, anyways, I'm looking forward to what we get next week. I'd like me some swerve. Uh, to quote his theme, I swerve when I drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't drive. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, Hannah got her license. Speaking of driving, That's... she just said she got her G2. That's weird that she's only doing that now. Well, she came to Canada, had to get it here, right? So I guess so. Yeah, I know. It's cool. just weird. Yeah, it's cool. Because like, I don't, I, I'm, I don't remember how old she is. I don't either. Twenty, twenty. She's not, young. Not twenty something. Twenty something. Thirty something. Uh, 20, by 20, now. Twenty nine. Maybe. I don't know. Thirty. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. You can, it's I'm, not an auction. I just don't know. I'm pretty sure it's something around the age when you guys were when I was born. So around something then, like around that. thirty. Yeah, uh, that's my best guess. Yeah. Because Phil's like, what the young hell's Momo? I don't know. Like, she's... Anyways, this is a conversation oh. for later, but... Um, next we get... She probably the... would hate that if she... We talked about how old you are on the podcast, even though it's, <laughs> how, like, however many listeners, she'd still be mortified. <laughs> she's young. She's a young, vibrant woman. Okay? That's all you need to know. Go Try ahead. saying that with a straight face. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keep going. It's um, late, man. Next we get House of Black versus The Factory... Um, so judging from the entrance and some of the highlights on the ring gear, it seems like red is the new black for House of Black. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, aside from black, of course, because dark. That's also their color. Yep. Their color is also black. Um, but yeah, so like uh, Malachi had a lot more red on his ring gear. So, And my other note before the match is, it amazes me how boring Cole Carter looks. He tries to do like a mean face, but man, does he look boring. And your notes are longer than the match. And like, he's just like... His tights are so, but he's so boring. He looks like the dude you start out with when you do like the story modes in like WWE games. You know what I mean? He's like your starter guy. He's like the starter. Or he's like one of the guys in like 
because like someone's story start you in like an indie fed. Yes, he, he is generic like indie worker number seven or whatever. How does he ever accomplish anything ever? Two dimes. <laughs> and actually, I like stacks, as you know. So yeah. So maybe this kid's awesome too. I don't know. Nope. Um, heart miss Comorado. No, uh, black goo. Nope, not yet. That'd be next time when she touches his leg on the way by. Um, then uh, Murphy and King attack Solo and Carter. Uh, King takes out Solo with the crossbind in the barricade, which they didn't completely catch on camera. Yeah, they missed one of the one of the only high spots in this. But then Murphy takes out Carter and Johnson with the Murphy's law through on the table, not through it. And it's he sort of weird. botched it a little. He didn't. It almost looked like he under rotated him or whatever too a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't super clean. Uh, then the finish comes when the bell rings to start the match, and Black puts Marshall out with a black mask. Boom, done. That looked finish. all right. Yeah, yeah. it was just a squash match, nothing more, right? It's to get them on there, House of Black looking dominant. There was a couple missed camera things and whatever, and so, yeah, it was okay. I don't know, it didn't really do much for me. I get it, they're here, they fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Give them somebody better. Yeah, um, a couple things weren't executed perfectly, but as a general thing, I thought this was really cool. I wish they'd like, executed it better, of course. Like if that spot panned out and the camera cuts were a little better, but I thought it was really cool on the whole though and i like the black mass um the effort was at least there to make them look a lot better than before like the presentation was there and so far i think they've looked a lot better since coming back big pickup from that that sting bs they were doing yes that's so nice. i think at, at least they've um really picked that up and thank god that malachi's sting match never happened agree I imagine Ugh. i mean be careful what you wish for but careful what i don't wish, wish the opposite wish for not for so careful what i What's the opposite of wishing? Not wanting. (laughs) (laughs) Refusing? I don't know. Um, um, Respectfully declining. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Next we get a Sheeta, Jamie Hayter promo. Um, Sheeta says Hayter's a great wrestler, but not a history maker. Hayter congratulates her on winning the opportunity of a lifetime, but she's not fun to be in the ring with, and it's all go. Sheeta says she'll take Hayter's title, show her Joshi style. Hater says she hits hard. Um, Sheeta has a championship right now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. some Japanese thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like these back and forth promos, right? And and this is the closest thing you're going to get to a build in this division, pretty much. So I guess I'll take what I can get, right? I thought they both sounded good. And yeah, it's just I find I'm a sucker as just doing this podcast, right? I like the back and forth. What were the really good ones on NXT, like the lengthy back and forth? Mm, they had a special target that's right they were really cool some of what them, was right? it like so, it was like cole o'reilly had a really good one so this was like a mini 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 version of that so i like these yeah mm-hmm. i thought yeah, it was I, good. I like this style i'm gonna pretty quick but and build smash next week but it's just can we not get any better of a build for right. these like it's just kind of disappointing you yes know? but i mean i'm like this is what we get so i guess i'm happy with it yeah it's just kind of disappointing i agree um next we get we kind of roll right into baker which is kind of related i guess Baker says Sheeta beating Jamie will never be a thing. She was only famous for breaking Baker's nose, and she took the title from Sheeta. Sky Blue interrupts. Um, Baker says the audacity interrupts to Sky High. LOL puns. Uh, and Blue <laughs> says she heard Baker talking from she all the way. She was not good. Uh, oh, my God. She was so bad. She was talking about how good Baker is at talking. I'm like, you ain't that, pal. And um, she was like, let's see if Baker wrestles as good as she talks. Uh, she says she isn't doing anything on Friday, which is funny because Sky Blue sucks at both. Um, this is fine, but Sky Blue sounded really bad. Didn't like it, and it's a really boring rampage match that just set up. And 
I don't want to watch it. That's for sure. Um, I guess like they're fine. They have to find ways to keep Brit busy for the brief time that she's going to be happy supporting Hater because you know that's not going to last, right? right? So it's keep her on TV, keep her relevant because eventually she's going to be tired of being in the shadows, obviously. Yeah. So I guess Sky Blue's fine. She did not sound good here. And especially when she sucked in in direct contrast, right? Comparison to somebody who's really good at it. And also trying to like make like a joke or like at the expense of like Baker talking when I'm like, well, she's just doing a horrible job. Like I didn't really connect. And yeah, and you're uh, the bottom line sometimes I think for you and me is you're promoting a match that I'm not going to see on a show I don't watch. So I'm already a little bit whatever. It's not right? even like one of those ones where it's like, oh, that's on Rampage. I'll watch it because that looks Which good on we Rampage. Did. We went out of our way to watch Mox Takeshita, right? And it was that's Takeshita. really good. I watched it twice. Um, I liked it. You liked it, right? I hate to shatter anyone's, you know, whatever. But like Sky Blue is not Takeshita. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. I hate, I hate to blow your minds, people. Just to clarify, people. She's Sky not. Sky Blue is no Takeshita. Takeshita. No. Agree. Uh, next week, Chris Jericho versus Action Andretti. Yeah, interesting stuff here. Who is someone. Beloved. From Dark. Yep. Um, so there's like a couple times where like the crowd would be counting for some reason. Like, I guess if the ref was counting. And when they get to eight, they'd be like, oh, and then they go, oh, Joe. It kind of made our day. <laughs> it was really funny. Actually, I noticed that the first time that was kind of funny. And then there was the one point where they were both down, and then they did it again. And it was really funny. Oh, wait, no, that was in the main event. They did it again. But, they, oh, yeah, it was... they did it in a completely different match <laughs> later. Yeah, I yeah. noticed the first time. It was really funny. Because I think it was what we used in the crowd count punches, and you noticed that. And then yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. It was funny. Crowd um, was good. Yeah. There's a running corner close on by Jericho, then Andretti fires back with chops before getting put down uh, with a weak boot from Jericho. Uh, repeated corner close ons by Jericho. Springboard kind of corkscrew splash for a one count by Andretti, which is kind of nice. Uh, Death Valley driver by, Inger- by Jericho. Uh, flurry by Andretti, and then a backbreaker, weak backbreaker, and then a neckbreaker. Then he goes for a split like a moonsault. Jericho gets the knees up, or Jerichi, as I wrote, because it's got an eye on the end. So. Jerichi. Yeah. Um, Andretti counters the juice, affecting the roll for two. Uh, nice moonsault to the outside. Uh, the finish comes in. Andretti counters a move by Jericho. Like, it's kind of like a weird hazardous thing. Like, it was just kind of like they sold it like Jericho got dumped on his head, but he just kind of like did like a rollover on his back. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Uh, I a couple of things were kind of odd here. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah. running shooting star press, and Andretti wins for some reason. Yeah. So I was like, obviously, super surprised by that. And. I thought this was fun, and it mostly because the crowd was so into it. They, I think, were amusing themselves by cheering for the jobber, right? Never imagining that. So they got, Ocho. like, the payoff was great for them, so they loved it. Um, and I, Apparently, Jericho saw this kid wrestle on Dark and was like, he's, like, a star, and I'm willing to put him over sort of which, thing, which is cool. Yeah, I'm not sure why. And he looked athletic for sure, but I thought, like, unpolished is what I would say. Like, some of the stuff wasn't perfect, and it looks like he's, like, a, a ton of potential. But again, like, if this is how he's going to connect with the crowd or even 50% of that, like, you have something, right? Yeah. If the crowd gets this into him, then he has a future, and obviously he's super athletic and a decent look and whatnot, so... And, like, just a huge moment for him, right? Like, super cool for him. Uh, I don't think he looked really awesome technically, but, yes, there's potential, and the crowd absolutely loved him, so 
I thought it was kind of fun. You? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I thought it was pretty solid. Cause he looked solid aside from a few things that didn't yeah, quite hit the mark. Did. But he definitely showed some solid athleticism here, and I guess gets the rub from the win here. It was just kind of odd, but like I don't know, it was good and like good for him. He did get like really over here. Yes. Um, I don't even know if he's like a local guy or whatever, but he's a relative unknown. I guess now we know it's from Dark or whatever. Not sure what the angle is here, but they um I've seen people compared to like Scott Hall did this for Jericho back in the day. And one two three kid was uh Razor Ramon. Yeah, that that works too. Yeah. Um, so I guess that that's that, and then they also have signed, um, Andretti now. Yeah, that's what they do. Right, just the it's a thin roster. We better sign more people. But I mean, we need we need Andretti. You see what happens? It's, I'm sure it's not a big money contract, right? So see what happens, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, next we get a Ricky Starks interview. Um, so he's talking about um, getting a title shot against Maxi Pad, MJF. Um, he gets to be in his backyard since he lives in Texas. When he talked about um how when he had his neck broken, he made sure to fight back. And he said he's going to win the title. And he's been grinding for the last 11 years. And he said that he's a reflection of what MJF wants to be. He said that he's going to be the AW World Champion. And nobody else is going to forget his face. I thought he sounded really good here again. And, like, I think his promo skills are what are going to take this guy the farthest, right? I'm not saying he's bad in any area. But the fact that he can cut really strong, confident, believable promos, right, I think are his strongest thing. So, I, I yeah, this was good again. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid driving home the point again, that, and he delivered it really well. Um. If I wasn't already positive, MJ would be winning. This would be an even better exercise. Right. He's like the way he's carrying himself here and delivering yes. it, like it's going to be this big monumental win, which is obviously how you want to deliver it. But like, it makes it a shame that that won't be the case because if he was carrying True. himself like this and it, he was going to win, I think that'd be really great. But obviously, that probably won't be the case. Like if his build continues and you know they circle back around, then the next time you know. But right. yes, there's no doubt he's. Yeah not winning here but he's doing a really good job regardless mm-hmm. exactly um next week a quick ftr promo they're talking about um penultimate battle being the hardest match of their career <laughs> uh but the guns wanted more attention and um they want to take the shine away from ftr and won't happen and cash talks about um them being the most vicious match of their lives and then the guns want attention after uh the, now they have their attention they'll kick the ass boys asses uh, Dax says they're trying to build a legacy here, and if it has to go through the guns, then so be it, and they have their attention now. Do they have their attention now? I don't know. I thought this was... I love this, actually, and it kind of made me care about a match with the guns. I'm not going to lie. They're just... They sound like legit tough guys, and that they're pissed off, and they're beat up from their match at Final Battle, and they've just... They're just sort of done with the guns, right? Like, okay, fine. Like, you bugged us enough, we're now going to give you the match you want. I... I don't know, I thought they were really believable here, and I, I'm i kind of curious, call me crazy, to see what FTR can pull out of the guns in that with an actual little bit of build, right, to this, and stakes, I guess, as well. So I'm curious to see if FTR can elevate the guns. Like, it's possible, right, that we're like, wow, that was a really good tag match. And I know you'll give all credit to FTR. Oh, yeah. When that happens. That'd be like Danielson fighting. Um, Who's boring? Who who's someone who's boring? Danielson fighting someone who's boring. Like like Dex- the guns, but like Dexter Loomis. No, someone in the in the EW. Oh. Like um uh, let's uh Lee Johnson. I was gonna say uh Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I like so I I like this promo. I thought it was like they came across as pissed off and just 
they've lost their patience with they know they're giving the guns what they want but they just don't care and just want to fight yeah i like point. that and um but though my only complaint is this man is just it's a drop for them like that just kind of oh, sucks. Sure. they got stuck with this instead of holding four titles they should have been the briscoe so it's like a clean sweep there like i don't mind the guns like i i, I wish at least ftr kept those titles but i did like how they they delivered it here so it was pretty good yep um jericho's melting down backstage Stormtrooper's locker room he's hitting stuff with a chair while screaming shouting he's the ocho he's mad the crowd are aware of yep uh next we get ty mellow versus ruby soho more, say it more jazz. what's my line um this oh. is your women's match this week right like I'm, at least this I'm one sorry if that annoys people but i feel the need to point that out that this is it every week okay and i'm not even saying this is bad i'm just at least saying kind of has this like is it. It kind of has the a feud going into it at least, but like still, it feels like Mello is who broke Ruby's nose, right? right? But yeah. see, that's not even on purpose, then. Yeah. You know? No, he she accidentally actually hit her with her finisher, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I just don't like the name Ty Mello, so it just sounds like disjointed. Ty I don't know why. Ty Mello. Like know. Ty Mello. I don't know. Like Ty Conti. That's Ty sounds... Mello. Sounds like one word. That's not good. No. I don't like it. Uh, Ruby Soho too, so she's there. She is there, and they yeah, wrestle. Yeah, wrestle, wrestle. They they wrestle. Um, Mello sends Soho into the barricade a couple times. Uh, sends her into the stairs. There's a series of Saito suplexes for two by Soho. They look good. I thought mm-hmm. you, I made a note of them. They must you, have been good. You gonna what are you gonna call them? Um, Doomsday Saitos, yeah. please. <laughs> Doomsday suplex. Did it become on main roster? I feel like. Uh, that sounds like a Michael Coleism if will... I ever heard one. It's all an homage to Cross, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Every Saito ever done. I guarantee they just changed it to a Doomsday Suplex. I think like, they did. That is a Michael Coleism if I've ever heard but one. But it's also like Vince is like, these idiots don't know what Saito Suplex is. You can't. And maybe he's right. I don't know. Maybe yeah, the vast like majority. That but... sounds cooler. Yes, I agree. Um, DDT on the ramp by Mello, which is solid. Also look good, yeah. Especially because it's going after the face, right? That's mm-hmm. She broke the first the time. Elite already did that. That is true. Um, pump kick by Mello for two. Gotch powder for near fall by Mello, which is odd. Like that doesn't seem like something she would do. Or but it kick cool. out of, but sure. Yeah. Um, and Soho eventually wins to the destination unknown, aka a crummy Blade Runner. I don't mind it. Yeah, but she doesn't. She just doesn't do it good. I'd rather her do the weird riot kick thing. Like, oh yeah. If I'm if I'm gonna see anyone do that move, I either want to see Bray Wyatt do it, but I'm not really. I'd rather see Jay White do it because the Blade, Run- the Blade Runner is the best one. So, yeah. And then Nana Jay, it's a firebomb after. Oh, yes. And Corey Bomb, whatever. KLR Bomb. KLR Bomb. Yeah, I thought this was pretty good, right? That's probably the best. I, I didn't really have a problem with it. They both hit some decent looking stuff. And as you would expect, Roby, Ruby, Roby, Ruby gets Ro- a Roby. solid win in her uh, return, I guess, right? Um, but, like, I don't really care about either one of them. Not their fault. They're, but, like, I don't know anything about them. They don't get any time to do anything. All Like, Ty Mello is what's-his-face's obnoxious wife. Um, That's about it, right? And Ruby Soho is... What did they say in punk? the entrance about, like... Like, I don't know. Something about them being in love. It was, like, and they said it really weird, too. Oh, they did. Oh, uh, what was it? it was, like... I can't remember. The phrasing uh, was, was awesome. so bad, though. Yeah. Oh. But anyways, I, I... Like, it was a decent enough TV match, right? But... There's no, I don't know, there's no story, there's no build into anything. This was just revenge for the broken face, so I guess, sure. And is this done, I guess? Or yeah. are they going to drag this out like everything else? Yeah. Boom! For eight months. <laughs> I don't know. Winter's coming next year. Still going. Uh, that's going to be like, 
Ruby Soho and like two other people versus like Tay J and like freaking Cargill or something. Vicious Vixens. Yeah, it'll be like Tay J and Vicious Vixens versus like Soho and like three other people. It'll be like some weird BS. Um, Mandy was, Rose <laughs> comes she, to oh, reunite with Ruby that's Soho. That's my fear. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. She don't might not so. want to, right? Like she's making enough money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it was solid. They had some solid stuff in here, but just I don't feel, didn't feel like a super fluid match. Like they're just kind of like moving towards stuff. Yes, I think they should have had a little more time, given how it's supposed to be a scarge match. But I mean, count how many times I say that, but a women's match, you know. Yep. Um, the post match was whatever. I just I don't care about anything Anna Jay's ever done, or ever will do. <laughs> oh wow. Especially. I'm open to what she will do. I'm what she's kidding. done, I'm, I would it's, concur. I, I, I'm just kidding, but like, I think I, the ceiling's low. I'm I just, just like, she's not, maybe shouldn't be on TV as much as she is. Should be in developmental if they had such a thing. Or on the internet wrestling. On the internet. Yes. Again, get the women in a show. Like, why do we have or two dark get shows? get the women a show. Why do we have a dark, why do we have two darks? And then you have an undercard. The problem is, right, when... They're the ones on TV, and they're the only ones. Now, if there's a full show, then you've got room for lower card, mid card, upper card, right? It makes but more sense. When you're giving them one and spot, having the second title too, and you're giving us mid to low card, like it's not satisfying. Yeah, like I don't, it's it's weird. Yeah. Um, so then we get checking in on Hangman. Uh, so Marvez goes to interview them, and they're checking in on him with. Getting his head and stuff. And Eva Luno's just standing behind him, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's there. Just chilling. He's, Doesn't he's, say anything or do anything, he's but he's there. That reminds me. I saw, I watched um, Preston Vance got an interview with uh, JR on Rampage. Um, for his first bit, yeah. um, it was pretty solid, actually. Like, he was saying something like, um, like, it's a little off talk, but like, I'll just kind of talk about it. out of character like, or in character? Like, in character. Like, um, yeah. for his first bit, like, since the whole turn thing. Yeah. Like, it, some of the, was that just the off of memory was like, they they always like the whole thing like they were never my brothers or whatever but like that like bro obviously he was the he was like he was his thing was he was the one that was handpicked by Brody Lee none of the other guys but he was handpicked by Brody Lee right and he yeah. saw something in him yeah and then he was kind of feeling like that that that's kind of the same thing with LFI now and so now they're his brothers and like he was saying like Brody Jr. didn't deserve to go through that but like. In the past two years, a lot of time, he was like saying now he's like a sweat brother or whatever. But like, I'll maybe try to remember to show you, but it was pretty solid nice. for like uh, Preston Vance. But I just kind of remember that off of Evil Uno, but he he was pretty solid. Good. Um, anywho, uh, Hangman say he doesn't look like it doesn't look like he'll um it'll be anytime soon for him to be cleared. Um, he said he was laying out on the mat snoring for sixty seconds, and then and they got put in an ambulance. Uh, I took him to the local medical facility <laughs> that is correct um and hangman knew the date was um october i think 18th or whatever yep on uh, there in cincinnati he was wrestling the world champion um he had about a hundred calls and messages um they want hangman to unlock his phone there's a photo of his son on there and hangman was asked to name his son but hangman forgot his name in that moment um yeah and so he said for a whole hour he didn't know his uh son's name I uh, he said he's been he's been to hell and that's hell. And he said if John Moxley wants to fight him, then he'll fight him. And if Moxley tempts him to go back to hell, then he'll take him with him. Boom. Yeah, I ca- I I thought this was a clever way to like get the seriousness of the concussion across, uh, even if they're exaggerating, because I don't know if that story about not recognizing his son is true. I doubt it, but it's a nice touch, right? Uh, and it kind of brings us back to like 
the tough but sensitive cowboy you know that he kind of plays which is which is cool i think it's a really cool character so i thought he did an awesome job of delivering this i thought it was i liked it quite a bit i liked it um yeah it kind of makes it feel more real and more personal and adds more heat to what's kind of a baby face baby face feud right which yeah uh, it's kind of tricky to do sometimes so i kind of like that as well um i like what they did there uh then we got a quick bit from best friends and dustin Rhodes because that makes sense (laughs) <laughs> um rose calls out saving seven butcher and blade because they're totally affiliated mm-hmm. exactly uh and to still flatten them on rampage because we saw that coming exactly um trent beretta calls the hands in Rhodes says they'll see them on friday it was fine really quick random combo here but i guess gotta get Rhodes in as much as he can in his last year like i don't that's know. a good point. rampage match sure i guess it kind of stems <laughs> from the battle royal but other than that like Best friends weren't even in that match. I guess Cassie was, but like Cassie, I don't even know Cassie's wrestling. I thought it was Dan Hasn't. I think I'm summarizing what you're kind of saying. My only note: Mid Carter's promoting a meaningless match on a show I don't watch. <laughs> that makes it sound even right. More I, I'm no offense to anybody, but that's yeah. pretty much what it is. So that's about as much thought yeah. as I put into it. Yep. Yep. Um. Next, we go to our main event, which is the winner take all for the the ring that goes on your finger and the belt that goes around your waist for all of the things, both of the things, all of the jewelry, all of them, the accessories, the dynamite diamond ring, aka the double G, and then the t- title, which is the triple B. Both of them are correct. Yeah. Uh, so double D is funny to me. <laughs> uh, notables. There's an eye poke. Uh, from MJ. A notable eye poke. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, when the ref all. was pulling them apart, then he hammer throws Starks into the corner. Yeah, just an eye poke. That, 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 that's it, yeah. <laughs> um, there's an abdominal stretch by MJF. Just leave it at that, because it's an <laughs> abdominal stretch. Right? Yeah. It's peak. Um, and he teats with the ropes, and like kind of using that for a bit of leverage, which is like, I guess, but like, is that really going to help you pull it more? Is, uh, that, is that what puts it over It's classic heel stuff, all right? How dare you? <laughs> that's like that's how wrestling physics works. These are the fundamentals of the sport like, we it's watch. It's like rolling over the figure four. You reverse the pressure. Don't think too much about it. You, it's like this is inflating the pressure. Correct. <laughs> I don't understand the logic, like the figure four thing. Like, I guess I do, but like not to the, the to the degree they sell. Like it's I don't wrestling physics. How dare you? What they just, we have the power to. It's like um I remember I watched like a video a while ago of like this guy reviewing like dumb or talking about dumb reviews on the app store it was like for weird apps like a scale on your phone like it's gonna like magically change the function of the phone to like operate as a scale so it's like you're just changing physics and stuff there you know mm-hmm. wrestling physics you that's know? right mm-hmm. um so you see him throw up until he gets caught by the raft and hit tossed by Starks and he hits a lariat and they're both down uh one two three four five six seven ocho correct uh sit up power bomb for two by starks which is pretty nice the uh, power bomb backbreaker by mjf for two and the first time i saw i only saw starks land on his neck off of the backbreaker so i thought he got like killed again something like super high angle directly to the mat You're yeah like, like yeah. like the german suplex from hangman i yeah. thought i thought it'd be another one of those which i was i was just like no not again i was just like thank god it's a backbreaker because backbreaker because like oh imagine he's just like kills him again Ugh. It'd be even worse if he, since he's a baby face now. Ugh. It would. Anywho. Oh, I just remembered Phoenix got injured. Oh, yeah. That was a tough one to watch. Ugh. That was this year. That feels like ages ago. That was bad. Oh, now I want to watch that. <laughs> You're sick. Why do I want... No, I don't. Ugh. Anyways. 
Uh, why? Why? I don't. I'm stupid. Um, nice back and forth strike exchange. Since Dark sits a spear, can't capitalize because of the bad arm. Then after the ref is counting both of them, uh, down. You bet your ass. They said Ocho. They did. Uh, <laughs> that was when I was waiting for. Her. That was really yeah. funny. Um, he crosses the pin for two. MJF kicks out right into the salt of the earth, the Fujiwara armbar, which is really cool. And so Starks is kind of inching the ropes. Um, MJF kind of modifies it to capture his other arm and then one of his legs, but then he uses his last leg to get the rope break. Um, the finish comes when MJF uses the ref as a shield and shoves him out of the way. Low blow Starks just rolls him up for the, with a small package to retain. Such a heel. Tom Fuller and shenanigans, cheating and trickery. Uh, then after the match, Danielson uh, came out to chase yes, MJF through the crowd. Yeah. Um. So really good main event. Um, su- very sudden finish, right? Oh, yeah, Just... I didn't tell you. They made like a shirt of the MJF Danielson thing. I'll show you real quick. Um, I'll look for while you're talking about like of that moment. Um, and oh, it's so funny because it's like, it's like back when WWE made the Firefly Funhouse shirt, and it was like really not great. You so, would like on. to use my personal hotspot? Um, no, I just <laughs> that's what my phone says. But okay. yeah, this was a really good match, back and forth. <laughs> like, oh, that's nice. a shirt. Good physicality and a good pace to it, right? The finish was very sudden, but again, MJF is the heel of all heels, so I guess that makes sense. And it's a compliment to Starks a little bit, right? Because MJF didn't use his finisher here. He had to resort to shenanigans to pick up the win. The crowd was really into it. I was pretty into it too. And I think like this will elevate Ricky Starks at the end of the day, right? With the roster this big though, like my fear is like it's and I'm not even joking, really, that it's possible that now we don't see him for two months, right? Because that seems to be like they're really good at building somebody up and then they kind of lose track of them. So mm-hmm. I think at he... least they kind of put him back because like he kind of fell from years after the Hobbs yes. and then he kind of came back. He does come so out of this that. feeling more important, right? So that's successful. I thought it was a good match. You? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It underwhelmed a little bit for me. I think it can mostly be attributed to time restraints. Yeah. Because it was shorter than I thought it would be. It is on TV, granted, but I still, I thought they would have a lot of more for this just because it was built pretty well for a shortish build. So I thought, I thought they would kind of give it more. Um, but I think they packed in some good stuff in the time they had, though. Uh, the in-ring story of Stark's armor is always pretty solid. Um, finish was a little anticlimactic for me, but, uh, classic team for MJF, so it's all right. Um, I do like setting up MJF Jansen. That should be sweet down the line. Um, so overall, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, overall thoughts on the show. Thought it was a good episode. Not great. I liked the opener. Obviously, again, I agree with you. It was probably my least favorite of the series of matches, but that's still a really good match, right? Like, I don't want to say it's not. Uh, I like the main event quite a bit. The cage, um, Jungle Boy match was short, but it was decent as well. I liked FTR's promo. Um, Jericho action Andretti I thought was fun so that's a positive as well and then I don't know there's just the swerve promo was quick but I really liked it um, I don't know it just didn't hit as like an amazing show to me but I thought it was solid again I'm gonna go with a a straight up B for this show like mm-hmm. some good stuff but top to bottom I wasn't thrilled with it yeah you uh, yeah, I think it's pretty solid like I think the trio is always delivered so I, I love that um <coughs> Uh, Jungle Boy Cage is pretty solid. I like the style contrast. Andretti was interesting. It, it was pretty fun, like you said. Um, women's is fine. Um, am I missing anything? Uh, the House of Black was a squash. Uh, then the main event was pretty good. Um, but I, f- I feel like in like the segments, like I guess Hangman was pretty solid. MJF and Starks both cut good promos. Yeah. FTR was solid. Like I think it was generally like a good show, but I feel like I'm kind of left wanting a little more Me for too. like winners coming. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, too. It is like a special show or yeah, whatever, Yeah, it's one right? of the more that's consistent fair. ones. So, like, I, I would have liked a little more from Me that. Me, too. I forgot um, about that. So, but other than that, I think it was pretty good, though. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I liked it. Um, I think a B is fair. Okay. So let's move into a little bit of trivia that I have done for you this week in a segment we call Off the Top of His Head. All right, so I'm calling it Interesting Exits because I think it was initially controversial, From but then I added a couple that it's basically people leaving wrestling companies under whatever mm-hmm. circumstances. I think you'll crush it because some of them are very well known and pretty easy and maybe some of my clues will lead you to the more difficult ones. So super, super easy one. You ready? I think I have 15. Mm-hmm. So first one, after being released from her contract while still being the women's champion, she showed up on Monday Nitro and promptly threw the title in the garbage. Alundra Blaze or I guess Medusa, I don't know, whatever. Correct. On, I remembered this one, so hopefully you'll get it. On September 3rd, 95, he worked a WWE house show teaming with Shawn Michaels to beat the tag team champions Owen Hart and Yokozuna by DQ in the main event. And two days later, he showed up unannounced on the debut episode of WCW Monday Nitro. Is that Luger? It is Luger. I didn't know about the house show bit, but... Very good. He discovered that his long-term girlfriend was having an affair with one of his best friends while he sat at home recovering from major knee surgery. Not hardy. Correct. And then uh, other clue I had was not only that, sorry, not only did he vent at the guilty parties directly, but he aired his grievances on the internet via his own personal website and in interviews. All right, next one. Feeling burnt out and beat up, Sick of the travel and the injuries and the monotony of life on the road, he informed WWE management just days before his scheduled match at WrestleMania 20 that he wanted out. Goldberg? Correct. Or no, sorry. His match was against Goldberg. Also Lesnar. Correct. Sorry. Saw the word Goldberg there. Uh, Suffering also from burnout around the summer of 2006 and physically falling apart, he interrupted a... I'd never heard this part. Interrupted a production meeting at a television taping pulled down his pants to show Vince McMahon his legs and groin, which were completely black and blue, and demanded a meeting at WWE headquarters. 2006. I have no idea. Okay, I've got more. At said Is meeting... Jeffrey? No. At oh. said meeting, Vince produced pages of transcribed voicemails and text messages that this wrestler had left for him, most of which were of a threatening nature. Oh. He I also don't... probably had some painkiller addiction. I don't think I'm speaking... This is a... Angle? M- yes. And oh. I was going to go a major, major star. Damn. Yeah. That's... I didn't know any a few of those. Like, I... I remember him leaving and him being like... I knew, but like, I know there's like a painkiller thing. I knew he left from... Damn. I don't Actors. know if the painkillers were timed out for that point, but I think so. Because I think he was struggling. Yeah. Mid-90s, he went from full-time in-ring performer and one of WWE's top stars to a commentator and ambassador for the organization. He was not content... Sorry, go ahead. Savage. Correct. He was not content to sit on the sidelines, and Vince was focused on younger talent, so he let the wrestler go to WCW. Uh, This superstar went from being a supporting character to one of the biggest stars of the Attitude Era in just a couple of short years. Care to guess off that clue? Before I give you a major clue. Foley or Austin? No. She felt as though she should be paid as much... No, as top stars like The Rock and Steve Austin. Sunny also feeling that wrestling her fellow women was beneath her. China. Correct. Uh, she and WWE quote-unquote mutually agreed to let her contract expire. Yeah. By mid-2002, this wrestler was feeling the effects of a career 
um, that was always on borrowed time following a major neck injury. He was also mentally exhausted and creatively unsatisfied with his position in the company as well as the direction of the company as a whole. So 2002, super megastar. He publicly vented these frustrations, including on WWE internet show Bite This. Refused to lose to Lesnar as scheduled. Austin. Correct. No show draw and went home. Took his ball and went home, right? I think isn't that what they said? That's what they always say, yeah. A huge star, next one, in WWE. He fell, uh, sorry, he left in controversial fashion three separate times. Okay, so there's your first clue. Any guess? Left three times. And I said WWF as well. So that's helpful. Okay. First one, made demands for his pay and accommodation and refused to come to work until they were met. Warrior. Correct. Second one, crazy. I had to think for a sec. Second time, caught using hum- human gra- growth hormone along with British Bulldog. Gone. Oh, shocker. Third time, missed scheduled dates. Gone. Nice work, Warrior. Uh, he walked out of the company after an episode of Raw following the Royal Rumble. Punk. Correct. Your boy. Reportedly had... Sorry, this is the other clue. Same person, still punk. Reportedly had a meeting that day with Vince and Triple H and told them that he was going home due to being unhappy. No. With creative, what? along with his deteriorating health. I didn't know that. Right. Um, next one. When he went to WCW and appeared on Nitro for the first time, he also appeared on Monday Night Raw, which was taped the week before the same night. Recruit. Correct. Apparently... You mean, he- like, also... He had a beard because he was in DX and then he shaded down right. a mustache to prove, so like, to show Raw's tape. That's right. Uh, and apparently, I did not know this, he left in part to his anger uh, about the screw job involving Bret Hart. Why? Because I think they're buddies or something. Or really? Either. That's weird. Next one. In the 80s, he felt that he should be at the same level as Hogan. Guess? I have, mm-hmm. other, I have two more clues. No. He no-showed an event in Toronto, hoping to get six weeks of vacation, and was let go. The last clue will give it to you. Orndorff? No. It was revealed many years later that he was upset with WWE over their not allowing him to take part in the G.I. Joe action figure line. Slaughter? Correct. Oh, okay. Because G.I. Joe. Yeah. Well, I Um, thought it was like someone else, because I know Slaughter had an action figure, but I guess he just got a G.I. Joe one, so I don't know, maybe it's... Um, next one. Oh, when his so. contract was up with WWE, he signed a deal with WCW, he w- who was suddenly giving any WWE wrestler looking to leave big money. This one, you'll, this will narrow it down for you to at least to just two people. On his way out, took part in the famous curtain call. Uh, okay. Pick one. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll take a uh, haul. No, take the first one. <laughs> nah. Correct. He suddenly retired on an episode of Raw in 2011 for medical reasons. We're not going to mention the Sledgehammer ladder match? All right. Nope. All right. So who is it? Nash. No. The, oh, sorry. That, the, the next one. Retired oh, on an episode of Raw for medical reasons. 2011. Bret Hart. Canadian boy who's back now. Oh, Edge. Correct. Yeah, he hasn't been around in a bit. Penultimate one. One... Money in the Bank and the Royal Rumble in the same year. Then, in 2014, was released from the company for unprofessional conduct. Apparently, had a backstage altercation with an employee. General Dirtbag. Del Rio. <laughs> I love that I just have to say General Dirtbag, and you know. I thought, I thought you'd get it Meanwhile, off the Money in the Bank Royal Rumble same year. That's what I was trying to think of, and then you said General Dirtbag, and then I kind of connected. Right. As it would. 
Last one. She retired at the age of 26. Retired. Sorry, I'm using air quotes. Due to a neck injury. Age. I just wanted to make you, you know, acknowledge her. And yes, remained in WWE as one of its personalities for years. We're after. not going to talk about the Kabuki Warriors. No, we are not. Okay, so we're going to move into, it'll be our final segment this week because you said there was nothing new from the world of wrestling figures. So we'll get into what we liked and didn't like on whatever else we watched this week. And that's the segment called High Spots and Rest Holds. So did you do a few for main roster? Because I've got NXT um, and Impact. Raw, SmackDown, SmackDown. Nice. Okay. So I'll do um, three. I'll do NXT first, then let you do three, and then I'll do Impact. Sound cool. fair? Okay. So NXT high spot. Um, I thought none. No, there's a few. Not a ton, maybe. Roxanne Perez's best promo to date, I thought by a long shot, and impressive because it was live. It wasn't like a pre-recorded right. segment. Um, so basically, she started the show in ring. Grayson Waller interrupted to brag about his win at deadline. And then I thought she sounded like very comfortable for her and confident pointing out that like, cause obviously he cuts her off to brag about his accomplishments and she's basically like, well, I won first and Ooh, you know, and oh. she, and she, oh, sorry, the first ever iron survivor match. And she won it from the number one spot, which That's is true. true. Right? So like, really, right. So, yeah. Um, I thought she sounded better than breaker because he ends up, coming out to sort of defend her and obviously to get his feud going with Waller, right? right. So I thought Gotta. she sounded good here, and sometimes she does not. Um, another high spot is Stax. Just, I kind of like him in ring. I say it all the time, right? He lost to Wesley in this week, a, a decent TV match, and he just looks quick and aggressive and somewhat technically sound, showing a bit more technical ability, I think. So, I mean, his character could use some work, but that's not his fault, right? He's been assigned like you're a mob underling so like what are you gonna do his name is stacks <laughs> that is also an his name point. is i i don't love channing lorenzo either it's one of those things where it's no. like it really feels like mashing names together yes. you know what i mean but like his name is stacks people yeah all right just to put things i into feel like they have two wheels backstage and when they come up with a name they like they're like first name wheel put, add, that, that's what i'm last saying name like, wheel and then they spin it it's like they... channing lorenzo like those names don't go together they both feel like first names channing lorenzo i don't know and like not even that just like some names just go together and some don't all right um rest hold officially now because it's been around a while dijak's new look is not cool like he's doing like um terminator and i find it's just like yeah that makes sense i I don't like it so anyways he came out um to have a stare down with tony d'angelo i don't even remember what the context was but that's what happened um rest hold women's tag match we had niall and tatum paxley taken on toxic attraction pretty basic four minute match that kind of broke down and ended in a brawl because they're trying to put across the bitterness of this group of tag teams right so yeah. chance and carter at ringside and they keep brawling and then i think they brawled backstage so it was more angle than match but I, I didn't enjoy it uh rest hold can't believe it i know you're gonna be shocked to hear this i am shocked off the heels of what match did i like of wagner's recently breaker wagner yes yeah yeah right so off the heels of that barn burner we got von wagner and odyssey jones um, oh i saw yeah oh wait no i told you it was about as good as you thought it would be <laughs> right so you're put, i don't get why anyone thinks he's good two he's big so, like, limited dudes having a quick tv match um so remember like in the tournament wag or sorry not wagner jones is like Ted is like a fast big guy like keith lee and he's like the opposite he's not and I'm wondering if this, because um, Wagner took the loss here, so have they sort of realized that, hey, this guy's not that great? Oh my god, Wagner's so bad. I kind of forgot, because it's been a while, but like he's still really bad. So, um, 
Malik Blade got involved in this. He hit a drive-by to Wagner, which was interesting because they're like very much baby faces who helped him cheat here. Um, so I guess it wasn't a clean loss, but uh, it wasn't good. Whatever it was, it wasn't good. High spot. Jiro got a win. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. So and then it, didn't he get scripted? <laughs> yes. It was over Javier Bernal in a quick match. But like Jiro's entertaining and the crowd likes him, right? So it was nice for him to get on TV and yeah. win. But yes, the only reason he won is because Scripps came out and was like, hey, guys, I'm a heel in case you were wondering. And I have upgraded my gear and mask, but it's gone from like the worst thing ever to the second worst thing I ever. I didn't even notice the difference when I saw it. Tiny him. difference, still super, really I mean, awful. I it can looked, tell you what happens on the next two weeks because it's taped. The pants and stuff looked less like they picked it that up at the party right. store, but like every, it was still really, really right. bad. So I guess his first feud is going to be with Jiro, so cool, right? Um, but yes, Scripps is, um, it's, it's a horrible, horrible character. I don't like, even understand what it it's is. It's making Axiom look like super cool. And Axiom's brutal character. I don't like Axiom. Right. Um, major rest hold, like big rest hold, was a Wendy Chu segment this week. Again, not her fault. It's the stuff they gave her. So what was it? A week ago, two weeks ago, Jade threw a drink in her face and she like had a meltdown and sat in the ring and cried. I remember I told you her eyelashes were like stuck to her cheek. They, they... Yeah. So anyways, she tried to explain why that drink being thrown in her face hit her so hard. And it was basically that Back when she was a kid at a sleepover, and they even do the flashback oh to her as God. a kid, she forgot an extra set of clothes, and one of the other girls threw a drink in her face, and they all laughed at her. That was what this Super was. Super villain origin story that's, or Dude, that's in my notes. Is this her origin story? It's literally on there. So, like, so, so I, and is that like she forgot to take pajamas then so now she overcompensates by wearing pajamas always, always. Pajamas. but like, then, like does she have an extra pajamas now and and just the fact that this is the ultra mega trauma this person has experienced right was that someone threw a drink in there and just like everyone was looking at her and laughing so it made it feel like really juvenile to me and she didn't have a chance given this material and it was just really really bad and she's not bad in the ring but this is this was something man i almost wanted you to watch it it was that entertaining uh, rest hold again was for me new day um pretty deadly and briggs and jensen segment i'm just not really big on new day in general at this point in ring fine so their shtick annoys me more than entertains me at this point and brooks and jensen were coming out and doing like america stuff like they're pledging the allegiance and stuff like that like it was just a lot of time and not very interesting and they get a title shot now um i don't need new day on nxt that's right um, so I'm hoping Pretty Deadly somehow gets the titles back, but who knows. Uh, high spot, McDonough got a decisive win in a pretty good but short TV match against Brutus. Uh, McDonough, honestly, like, I don't think he can have a bad match at this point. And he hit a devil inside out on the floor and another one in the ring. I just think that move looks cool. Like, the whole, it. like, pulling him in by the arm is such a cool touch to a, an otherwise it's pretty really simple, simple thing. It's really simple, yeah. Right? But it looks cool. And then the, oh, I have a couple other high spots. Oh, I got a few things. Uh, Zoe Stark promo after a really bad in-ring segment a couple weeks ago after turning heel. This was much shorter, not live, and I thought she sounded really good. She basically was talking about Nikita Lyons being a waste of roster space, uh, and she challenged Lyons to a match saying that Lyons can bring the TikTok dances while Stark can bring the real talent, which I thought was kind of like a good, straightforward heel promo. Mm -hmm. um, my girl Lyra Valkyria's debut, I liked it. 
Um, wasn't quite a squash. It was a Murray Miller, so I a dominant her finish was kind of lame. There's a top rope splash. It looked good. She lands heavy. I thought, right? Like it looked impactful. I thought, anyways. I thought she had some good looking kicks. She had a Northern Light suplex. Like she looked like she's pretty good technically. And then I like the top rope splash. So her entrance. Did you see her entrance? You should actually look it up. I have not. So look it up while I'm doing my last little bit here. Check it out. It's uh starts out cool. But then they keep like um, a, a, whatever they add a computer generated whatever it is like banner of dark clouds and then rain is coming the whole time, so I don't know where they connected her being a bird because she wears like feathers and stuff which again might not be the best um, character stuff yeah. but like why because she's a bird is there is she in a storm all the time like I don't anyways I didn't get but it's weird if you get a chance to see it I'm looking at it uh and then a rest hold was. Kiana James, Kiana James, and Brooks Jensen interacting backstage. So, like, he's really nervous around her because she thinks she's hot or whatever. Um, and for some reason, she's giving him a shirt as an early Christmas gift because if he's going to be champion, he needs to dress better or something like that. Um, and then he just starts talking about... Worst looking clouds I've ever seen. Right? Starts um, talking about Fallon Henley. She's on the top of the screen. It's not yes. meant to look like... No. And it follows her wherever she goes. That just looks like a... I was, like, I was more annoyed by the filter. rain falling in front. That's not good either because the clouds, no, it like, it's just like, it's just like superimposed on the screen. It's not even like, tried to like, like, and why all of a sudden, like, her vignettes know. have just been her, like, running through the forest. It hasn't been like a storm or, so, so I don't know. Weird. Uh, so, anyways, she, um, uh, Jensen ends up talking about Fallon Henley's bar having financial issues. So, I'm sure this is going back down that. But, anyways, no one cares. Get Grimes to where's he been? Why wasn't he Grimes? In, uh, yeah, that's right. He's I feel like he's gone and he'll be on main roster. But like it's been a while. It has. Maybe he'll be one of Bray Wyatt's people. That wouldn't surprise me. That'd be yeah, alright. Maybe. Um, um high spot new women's champion, as we talked about. Pretty good match, not great. Got only ten minutes. It was just nice to see Rose's like I, I would call it, you would probably call it worse. I said consistently mediocre run. You that you'd probably say that's generous. Um, but Perez feels like the right choice, right, to end that run, and I think it just happened a bit earlier than they planned, and I'm happy for her. It's a childhood dream of hers, right? And, like, Booker T was, like, crying. He was so happy for her, which was cool. Yeah. And that is all until Impact. So let me catch my breath. What do you got? Um, so Rollins beat Lashley. He's number one contender again. Yay. Yay. Hopefully he beats Theory again. Yay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because he's better than Theory. Yay. Yes. And I like him better as champion because he's better. Yay! That's true. Sorry, I'm yawning, people. Hopefully they do that on like the Christmas episode. That would be a nice present to me. Good luck. Like if I got the Elite 99 Seth Rollins with the white and gold kick pads that had the nice sculpt on and the the cloth jacket with mm-hmm. the fur on it. So are you you're taking this in right here? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You, 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 you getting it? I'm zoning out a little. You, you getting it? Yeah. You got it? Keep going. Um, And so then Lashley got kayfabe fired after that. So. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's but then rehired, didn't oh. he? I don't know. Oh, maybe not. I thought I saw that too, but I could be wrong. But Rollins wins, so that's good. Yep. Uh, rest hold the uh, triple threat tag on SmackDown, which we caught. Just like <laughs> so boring. A bunch of botches too, like Top Dollar. Just oh man, and then Zelina Vega kind of botched a moonsault too. And like, then Top Dollar and like B Fab are trying to act like Top Dollar did something amazing. Like did we all didn't but... watch him just completely miss this whatever it was supposed to be. And like he almost killed him. Catch himself on the ropes, land on the apron, and then <laughs> like act like he did up. exactly what you planned. <laughs> it was funny. 
And then Vega, yeah, looked like she almost murdered whoever it was she came down on. Valhalla. Right. Um, And then Unknown, I don't even know what to call it, so it's just kind of interesting, but Uncle Howdy appeared on SmackDown in person, so it's not Bray Wyatt. Do we know who, did you, do we know No, he's got like that weird prosthetic mask or whatever. What about the size of him? Did he look? I can't tell. I I still would like to bet on uh, Bo Dallas, yeah. but that's just I don't actually. That, know. that was the earring exposed, right? That yeah, the, that I don't was actually, the evidence. I don't know, but I yeah. would like for it to be Bo Dallas or something like that, or maybe it's like just to make it seem like it's real. But Bray is just full of crap, you know, because he, he's could be he's loopy, he's deceptive, he's he's pretty loopy. All right, I did watch Impact, so I'll talk about that. You're done, right? I think. Yeah. Um, You're done. The opener was decent, and so that's what I'm saying. It's barely a high spot, probably, but no matches really stood out this week after like that fantastic hour-long match last week. Um, but Delirious and Eddie Edwards had a solid TV match, I thought, to start the show. Um, Edwards then shook hands with Delirious after the match, but attacked him and hit his diehard driver, and Yui Uemura came out. I guess he's been tagging with Delirious recently, so decent match. Um, Eddie Edwards won with... It wasn't the... Didn't you see that? You were watching. So, uh, Eddie Edwards won with it wasn't the Boston knee party, right? It was remember because I said, oh, that's better it was than the knee the party. Something was driver. It, it was the diehard driver, I guess. That's yeah. the name. All right. Uh, rest hold, as you would, I think, agree. Oh, I'm clever. I put my the weekly brackets over and then unbracket dose of Bully Ray and Dreamer because you got to see it, right? So uh huh. It was beautiful. so Bully Ray squashed John Skyler. Which bugs me because they're burying a new guy that I think is decent. Anyways, he's forming a tag team with the other guy that gets... Jason Hawk. Right. Um, that was on this show too. Nailed it. So then Dreamer comes out and confronts Dreamer because Dreamer was the one that had vouched for Did Bully Ray. you say Ray. Dreamer comes out and confronts Dreamer? I did say that. Dreamer comes out and confronts Bully Ray because Dreamer was the one saying, Oh no, you can trust Bully Ray because anyone cares. Uh, Bully then mocks Dreamer, admits that he was the one that took out ASOS in weeks ago, which I forgot about completely, because that was the big thing that started this. Like, was it was, was it? it him or was it not? It was. Okay. Uh, Dreamer basically is crying. Bully mocks him some more. Dreamer wants to fight Bully Ray. Bully Ray leaves. And you all know how I feel about this. I don't understand how this is taking up time and real estate from anyone else. But it is. Any thoughts? You loved it? Uh, it was so long, and then it is, and it's. Every I thought week. it ended when Dreamer left, and then he comes and he's like crying. I was just like, eh. it, every week they get a ton of I was time. Just lame. Anyways, who cares? Um, isn't Bubba an ECW? Right. High spot for me was Kenny King, which is surprising. He has words for Mike Bailey backstage. So this was actually after last week's epic match against Alexander for Bailey, and he's like backstage, and people are chanting for him and congratulating him, and Kenny King is one of them. And of course, they're a bit skeptical because they've got a bit of a feud going. And King says that despite his personal issues with Bailey, he can still respect a great match. And that if you're a fan of wrestling, then you have to basically give him credit for that match. So Bailey kind of approaches King and King spits water in his face and leaves as speedballs. Like you can see him sort of struggling to keep his composure. Then it flash forwards to a current interview and Gia has Bailey there. And Bailey says that he knows what King is doing. And that they can have the he can have a match if he wants, but he's not going to play Kenny's games because Kenny's just trying to. His theory is that Bailey's not this zen, right. and not this cool, right? So I I think this whole like I'm going to annoy you and try and get you to snap, much like um we were saying with FTR and the guns, right? Same right. idea. Yeah, yeah. So he knows Bailey can wrestle. He just wants to prove that he's not this zen character that he presents himself to be. And so I haven't cared about Kenny King in a long time, and I actually like this. So this must be something effective. Um, high spot 
Again, kind of close to not being one. I was kind of grasping at straws. Sammy Callahan, Allen Angels. I don't know if you saw it, but they had a decent little TV match. Better, better than Khan. Sammy won clean with this cactus driver. Yes, definitely. And then Khan attacked Callahan after the match and was holding him for Angels to hit a spin kick. Um, so far, like the design are feeling a bit too similar to Violent by Design, right? Like they do that whole yeah. talk talking tough and then don't really win that often so hey con won con did win but i don't think that's going to be a regular occurrence and i i guess this is leading us to dean or callahan because they're sort of gatekeeping getting to the new leader right but Deaner needs to win that man i think right because they need yeah, to give kinda, right? this is already a faction of mid carters at best so you need to give them a fighting chance and a quality win so we'll see rest hold dice and swinger taking on uh joe hendry and uh, they still exist and Gujer. yeah nothing really happened swinger and dice did some comedy stuff that i don't really care about and then moose jumped the barricade um and he and hendry are sort of fighting outside Gujer ends up um spearing swinger the gargoyle spear to swinger for the win it's one of those as much angle as match but i'm not really into hendry i did enjoy the silly vignettes before he arrived that's because those are so like they were so bizarre yeah like that's just like really amusing and now it's just kind of like he's not really that interesting and he's doing the whole i'm a powerhouse guy which i guess sure like you're a medium-sized wwe guy you know what i mean but yeah um like yeah, a cardona kind of thing he's not entertaining me to be honest high spot macklin had a quick little promo he's basically tired of beating former champions but getting no title shots it's that standard heel like I'm tired of being overlooked, so I'm going to do what it takes to get noticed sort of thing. And I just think, like, he's believable, man. He's got really good intensity, and I think, yeah, again, he's a guy I would focus on. And then Arrest Hold was the main event. They took the titles off Heath and Rhino, which I support that decision. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns won. But I, di I didn't really get into the Aussie match. Aussie Open should have been double champs. Agree. Machine Guns, again, were working like heels, and I'm not sure when that happened. If I missed something, that's been a couple weeks where it's just suddenly in matches they're working heel. Um, and I just think Impact maybe realized that Heath and Rhino aren't interesting or connecting with anybody, right? I so, didn't mind their whole stick when um, Heath went undrafted in yeah. WWE, and that was kind of fun for a while, but that was like six years ago. So I want face Machine Guns taken on heel Bay and Austin would be my where I would go. Mm. Uh, but anyways, that wraps up high spots and rest holds. The only other thing I'll mention is we tied officially for our deadline predictions. And so because you picked New Day, I picked Isla Dawn, and then we picked the same the rest of the way down. So we tied. Good job. I'm going to look up results for um... Ring of Honor. You're going to spoil me right here, right now? Well, might as well. All right. Go ahead. I'll take it. I'll allow it. Okay. So, so review our picks. <laughs> I'll go off of the matches that we actually predicted because some of them got added last week. Yeah, minute. just what we what we predicted. So, um, where's your pencil? Right here, my tiny pencil. Uh, there's not enough room on here anymore. Damn it. Just pick us, make a small spot. What do you need? This is gonna put us over two hours. This very conversation right now, and it's like eight. Almost eight thirty, man. I guess still gotta publish this sucker. Okay, so good thing um, I don't do much editing. Okay, wait. One take, we All are. Right. Uh, so we both picked the Jazz guys on the free show, so that's... And then let me... I got a reference here. Uh, Alrighty. And then uh, Willow ones that... I'm pretty sure we both picked that, because I don't know what Trishador really does. So 2-2. Two, two. Uh, then Top Flight, Um, they beat Kingdom, so that's 
neither of us picked that. Right. That's even. Both of us picked Martinez. She didn't win. So that's that doesn't matter. Um so that keeps it two two. Then Shane Taylor promotions versus so Swerve and Glory won. Wait, what? Oh, wait, so um so Swerve Oh, so Swerve ditched Lee. Lee still won. Okay. Hmm. I guess that's what happened. That's that's weird. Did we Anyways. pick that? No. Wait. Yes, we did. Okay, so three, three. I'm just interested because I, like I said, I was kind of unclear on what happened with the whole thing. Yeah. I, it was it was kind of weird. Um. Then let's see. So we both picked embassy, right? So that's four so. four. I don't know, that's what the sheet says. Then Yuta Garcia, I picked that. Yeah, you did. So You're up one. W me five four. Uh then FTR Briscoe's we both picked FTR. They lost, so that sucks. You're still up one. Keep going. I'm still up one. Uh Joe Juice. I'm pretty sure we both picked Joe because sorry, yes. Juice. Pretty Even sure we did. Juice is kinda cool. So we're you're still up one. Six five. And then last one, Jericho Claudio. I picked that, so I win by two. Nice. Ha, <laughs> finally. Congratulations. I win. Yeah. A tie and a win. You I mean, went there undefeated. Was, there was a pre-show match, which was Jeff Cobb and uh, FK, Grandma Elite, I think Masquerita, Dorado, or whatever, which is really cool. And then also on the main card, they had Roosh and his brother, not Dragon Lee, which is Dreadlistico, um, versus what was it, Blake Christian, A.R. Fox. So right. It was kind of cool. So yep, LFI, not LFI. I don't know. Yep. All right. Yeah. Good job. We did it. We're done. Yes. This will be up before nine o'clock, hopefully. So thanks for joining us. If you did spend any time listening to us, watching, watching, listening, <laughs> listening to us talk about watching wrestling, we do appreciate we it. Yeah. Nailed it. Got it in one. And we will be back here for episode 127 next week. And I don't have anything to add to you. No, sir. So until we see you next week, everybody take care. <laughs>